0: All right, we are, it's Monday. You know what that means. You know what that means. It's another episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, episode 553. What a
1: dick, Tony. What do you mean? Everyone uses that in such a sincere way, and you were just like completely just like, you
2: know what that means. Well, you know what it means. It's Monday (laughs) night. It's time for your three favorite goofballs, doing some uh, wrestling talks and things and whatnot. Now I'm putting the cart before the horse. Wonderful.
0: You are a cart horser.
2: Yes, I'm a horse Carter. I don't know what that means. It's like Dixie Carter's uh, pet, horse Carter.
0: Does it have a wonky eye?
2: Of course it does. But it's a horse, so instead of the eyes going out, they go in. (laughs) Do you think... (laughs) Matt, do you think if Tony and
1: Dixie Carter... Do you think if Tony and Dixie Carter ever got together, they would call themselves T-Donk and D-Wonk?
0: Uh... I think that'd be hysterical, but I don't know if she'd be on board with that.
2: Yeah, Dewonk's a little, uh, um, I don't know, mean.
0: She has to know, though.
2: Oh, of course she knows.
0: You think with all that Panda energy money, she'd get that thing fixed, right?
2: How could you fix it, though?
0: Yeah. Can you fix an eye? Sure. They could do like, all sorts of shit in the medical field, right?
2: Well, her eyes go out, right? Like, she don't have Shawn Michaels' eyes. She's got...
0: It's just one eye, too. Yeah,
2: but, but it goes out, right? It doesn't sure. go in. So I'm well, thinking maybe if you poke her a couple times, it might, you know, go back the other way.
1: I mean, I know, like, the like, cast reset, displace bones. I don't think they have a vehicle where you could displace an eyeball or replace an eyeball. Not replace, but you know what I mean? Like, reset
2: an eyeball. I wonder if like laser surgery could fix that. Like you just burn a couple layers in the back and it kind of shrinks one side down. So it adjusts, you know, like a hinge, kind of like a hinge, like from your cabinets, like you turn a little screw and it kind of lines it up again.
1: I don't know if they have those in your brain. Yeah. who knows? I mean, I'm, I, I feel like I'm starting to get, I, I've been looking at a lot of pictures I've been taking and I've been noticing I'm, I might be developing a little wonk myself.
2: Oh no. K Wonk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do it Kev. Don't, uh, don't try and diagnose yourself. Uh, well, too late for that. That ship has sailed since oh. 2019.
2: Yeah, you got to stay off the WebMD, brother.
1: <laughs> Live on that shit. No, that, that, don't. That, that didn't crash today.
3: Stop.
0: Oh, boy. Are you a hypochondriac? Is that what they're called?
1: Yes. No, hypo, no I thought hypochondriac were the ones that were afraid of blood.
2: No, that's a hemophiliac?
1: Yeah, that's right. Of? That's a hemophiliac. No, yeah. a
2: hemophiliac is somebody that bleeds to death. A Hypochondriac is somebody that worries about like minutiae like things they shouldn't be worried about. No, I thought a hemophiliac
1: was afraid of blood. Blood. No,
2: hemophiliac is a person that doesn't clot. I've known a few over the years. This is, this is
1: gold that we should save for the show. I think
2: hemophiliac talk and talk about hemophilia. (laughs) That's it.
0: We have a full show tonight. We have Alexander Hammerstone joining us later in the night. He's the PCW ultra champion. He is the MLW national openweight champion. Uh, And he joins us to talk about the big match this Thursday night on Vice TV, Fightland, him and Jacob Fatu. Plus, he's got a title defense for PCW Ultra against Alex Kane, who, if you watched MLW uh, Alpha Fusion this week, made his in-ring debut with that piece of shit King Mo. Uh, So we can talk about that. Uh, There's so much wrestling to talk about. Tony's here. Kevin's here. I'm here. uh, And it's all next here on The Shining Wizards. Oh, I got a fucking fuck. All right. It's all here. Next.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Something tells me we're not live on the rant. <laughs> no, we're live
0: on the rant. What thought, did you? I forgot that you were doing the, the music because I already closed Farago down. Oh, yeah, I've had I'm on so much. I've been sick all weekend and we'll talk about it when yeah. the show starts. I'm on a lot of medicine. I just woke up oh. from like a three hour nap. So I'm a little scatterbrained still, but we're good to go. Right. I'm
2: here, Kevin's here, you're here, we're good Archie's
0: here, Reggie's here, Veronica's here. Hey Jughead, where are you? Just make sure you don't mute yourself when you play the intro.
2: I got it under control this time. Well, it
0: happened Wednesday night too, so.
2: (laughs) It's so funny that they learn from our mistakes, isn't it?
0: Somebody muted me and you couldn't hear the intro. Oops! That's all. We are going to have so much fun tonight on this uh, dreary Monday evening. Oh, uh. Sit back, relax. Oh, if you're watching us on Twitter, because um, StreamYard switched over, no more Periscope, we can't see your comments. So <gasps> switch over to Facebook or YouTube and we can see your comments. Uh, StreamYard is working on the uh, the comment thing with Twitter.
2: Oh, awesome. No. Talk to us. We're
0: Please. approachable
2: people.
0: Yeah, All right. To YouTube gimmick. Start the show. Really? I don't know. Do the thing. Get uh, yeah. the button. Make okay, him push the button. Work.
2: Push the goddamn button. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. Hey, guys, this is Serena Deeb, and you are listening to Shining Wizards Podcast. What's up, fuckers?
0: I love the big package.
2: And he's got those smelly
0: balls. The
2: fuck are you talking
4: about? (laughs) I'm a fucking loser. Fuck the Shining Wizards.
2: You are listening to us live on The Rant, ranttmradio.com. You are watching us live on tons of social media, including Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. You're downloading us in podcast form because we are on every single podcasting platform known to man, woman, and beast. We are, of course, the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, where it's wrestling talk.
0: And talk about wrestling. Tony. Matt.
2: Kay. J G Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Happy Monday to you both and uh welcome and what's going on?
1: Mm, not so happy for some of us. Ooh. Why you not
3: happy?
2: Well, I
1: mean,
0: maybe you're not not happy, but you're just a little under the weather ski. Yeah, I had a I had a weekend. I got uh my wife was was sick. My wife. Last week, happy anniversary, Re-ended. Oh,
2: hey. 6 years now, yeah?
0: Yes. A, my wife was sick last week and then I got it uh Mm-mm. started to feel under the weather Thursday night and then uh, that rolled over into the weekend and it was the literally the only weekend uh at work where there was no wiggle room like there was uh, there was no other option but f- for me to work so uh so I had a very long long weekend of working sick and then I got stuck in traffic on route 80 at 12 o'clock in the morning Saturday night We sat there for two hours. I didn't go until three thirty. So I took a nap before the show. I watched some wrestling this afternoon. Uh, I'm ready to go. I got my Texas Tornado T-shirt on.
2: Yeah, I guess uh, it it was kind of dress down night for me. I, I put this comfortable Pac Man shirt on, and I was finishing my my shoot work. At the dinner table tonight, so I was like, Fucking fuck it, I'm comfortable. I'm not getting changed, man. I like Look at this, this guy
1: shoot work.
2: <laughs> like Arn Anderson shooting motherfuckers and spilling brains, baby. Tony, how long have you had that shirt? Uh this one actually, this is not my original Pac-Man shirt. That one is like long gone, but uh this one maybe a couple of years. I feel like since
1: we've been doing this podcast for 10 years, 10 years yeah. coming up, man. I feel like you've always had that shirt.
2: No, no, no. I used to have one where it was just Pac-Man's head, but this one is kind of like the entire map with like big Pac-Man and the four of oh, right. Yeah. He
1: give, he giving you a nice little wink there too.
2: Oh yeah. He like, yeah. Pac-Man loves everybody. Pac-Man does not have
1: a wonky eye.
2: No. Pac-Man's just giving you the fucking high sign. Oh. Like Brock,
1: like Brock Lesnar on SmackDown. That fucking wink. Do you guys see that?
2: <laughs> no. You know what I came across, though? YouTube has been, rec- like, recommending some weird-ass videos for me lately. A lot of them have been, like, 10-second WWF and AEW clips. And uh, one of them was when he came out with the Money in the Bank briefcase and he was fucking, like, doing this shit. You know, like, the the fucking boombox. Brock party. Yes. Oh, memories.
1: Oh, yeah. Matt, what do you got for us, baby? I don't How are you guys doing? Oh, we're fine. I'm good. I am I have to take the day off to uh, from work tomorrow. Got to get my old jalopy out of the driveway and then get that tree out of my freaking yard.
2: Oh, they're fucking taking care of that.
1: Yeah. I we're donating the car to some charity. I don't even know which one it is.
2: It's not, it's not cars for kids. No,
1: I try. I did them first and then I heard some not so great things about them. So I uh, got rid of it. And plus now every sponsored ad I see on YouTube or anywhere I go is cars for kids. And I hear it enough on the radio. <laughs> like it's really like I cleared my cookies and cat what what cashy or whatever that thing is called.
2: You cash, yeah.
1: Cash, yeah. I try I, I, I they're still there, they're relentless.
2: cache Cachet Shantae. Yeah.
1: yeah, those commercials have no cachet.
2: Fancy. <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard terrible things about cars for kids too, but it's a goddamn catchy jingle. I'll give them that much. No, it's the
0: word what do you mean it's catchy?
2: One eight seven seven Cars for
0: kids. <laughs> Yeah. ARS cars for kids. 1 877 cars for kids. Donate your car today. There's Not a almost. difference between catchy and invasive. All right. Catchy, so is, uh,
1: catchy is something you enjoy hearing and relish it every time it comes on. Invasive, offending you and entering your soul without your permission, is cars for kids. It's the 877 cash now. It was the uh Celino and Barnes, R.I.P. Celino, or one of them. One of them's dead.
0: Yeah, one of them's dead. Uh, what, about, uh, what about what about JG Wentworth?
1: I just said that one. Eight seven seven cash now. Oh, is that oh, yes? That's invasive. That's invasive. That's invasive. What's They're- catchy is all right. Catchy is like McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Makes you feel good. Makes you want to like. Ooh yeah. Like I'm like doing it. Ba 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 ba. You know what? I am loving it.
0: Yeah, until I eat a fucking, <laughs> until I eat a double quarter pounder fries and a twenty piece nuggets, and I look like a sl- a sack oh, well. of shit. <laughs> but Matt, were you loving it? Probably, <laughs>
1: exactly.
3: I'm exactly. It. I'm so there's certain, certain,
1: like I said, there's a difference between catchy and invasive. Cars for kids is 100% invasive. It's without my it's without my consent, essentially. If you want to get really serious. So
2: adult. wait, I got I got to ask Matt. So. The quarter pounder with the 20 nuggets isn't enough. You got to double down and go double quarter pounder.
0: Love the double quarter pounder. Yeah, but that,
2: oh my God, dude. What? Uh, that's a half pounder.
0: <laughs> Look, if you're going to, if you're going to go all in, go all in. Don't fucking stick your toes in the water. Don't <laughs> single. go get a quarter pounder, 20 nuggets. Go fucking double, bro.
1: Might have to get a charity to tow you out of the driveway.
0: I'll tell you what, man, I've had no appetite <laughs> since I've been sick all weekend, and it's really killing me.
2: One eight seven seven Matt for kids. Oh god, that sounds terrible. <laughs>
0: I mean,
3: I am awful-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I didn't put it together until Kevin said that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Although Matt is entertaining. If you, if you like you rented him for birthdays, then Matt for kids is a good thing.
0: Yeah, but son, that it's all you know, the it that takes like five minutes for him like, get the fuck away from me.
2: My son and I still talk about that time when you were uh you were here and he was real young. We were starting the show and I think you were changing your shirt because you just come from work and he pointed at your nipple and he said you got pink and you yelled at him and said, Stop talking about my tits
0: <laughs> It's very very possible. <laughs> very possible I did that. Look, I have no filter, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I, have, laugh to spend,
3: about it to I day. have to spent awesome.
0: all week with my filter on and even that is borderline. I got stung by a bee while I was working the farmer's market <laughs> on Saturday and I audibly said while there were people standing around the truck god damn motherfucker <laughs> you <like, "B-ach." laughs> uh, were like biatch and some lady are you okay? And I'm like I just got stung by a bee and she was like do you want ice? I'm like no I'm fine some little kid was like he's tough
2: there yeah, you, know. after you cursed God and all of His creations.
0: It hurt. I didn't even see the bee. The bee landed on the kid I was working with, and he tried to fucking swat it, and fucking, he swatted it into me.
2: See, well, the doesn't... problem was he should have gave it a heart attack. That's how you get rid of bees. Well, doesn't the bee die after it stings you? If the stinger it, falls off, yes. It fucking
0: stung me. I don't give a shit what happened to it after. Ah, it's a good revenge.
2: Is best, best served cold, right? That's a yeah, pretty fuck cold dead bee, Fucker. Son of a bitch, Tony. How are you? Uh, I got closed tear ducts. I had to get a fucking spoon or a knife or some shit put in my eyes on Friday to fucking open them up.
1: Wait, you had ducts in your eyes.
2: Yeah. Tear ducts. So Mm. like normally when your eyes produce like moisture, they go through the little ducts so they go away from your eyes. Well, mine are all closed up. So I'm fucking constantly crying, which is fucking awful.
1: When you were done, did you quack?
2: Can you quack?
1: (laughs) Did you quack like a duck? (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh i just wish it would fucking stop dude so he's he's like it's gonna be uncomfortable but it shouldn't hurt and he like i, I thought it was a spoon he fucking stuck something in there and cleaned them shits out
1: hammer it, hammerstone's gonna be coming in later He's going to be like why is this dude crying all this entire interview so
0: happy to see him of course <laughs> i am right. is that why you keep wiping your eyes
2: yes i've oh, been gosh. doing this for like three weeks now it's, it's fucking annoying, annoying as shit it is the worst part is like when you're driving, because you can't fucking keep taking your glasses off and wiping your face. So you're just fucking like crying everywhere. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. It's almost like fucking listening to Ario Speedwagon on loop. Like I'm just like fucking like pissy eyes. Wow, man. Yeah. Is this what happens when you get older? I, I guess. Mm-hmm. i getting old, dude. Clearly. Jesus old. Christ. Yeah, it's a hard knock life. Is it though? No, not really. Life, life is great. Life is fucking amazing, boys. Come on, all this wrestling, forbidden doors, and championships, and all this great shit. Come on, come on. You hate WWE, WWE drafts and championship matches and pay per view picks. No, you
0: love a draft.
2: I love me a fucking great draft. Nice fucking head on that shit too. Before I suck it down. Mm.
0: You are zero
1: for two right now with the metaphors today.
0: I said, let him keep going until he hits one. That's right. I hit
2: everything. What are you drinking there? It's uh, a shitty fucking natural lime white claw. And I'm only drinking this. So I fucking burp and be annoying the rest of the show.
0: Well, that's Let's good. Get a soda pop to do that.
2: Nah. Good. no. let him. Yeah. Let him ride. Watch my calories, bro. Oh,
0: on, bro. Ap- apologies to you, sir. Uh,
2: Five days in a row. I'm back on the DDP bandwagon, but the fucking thing ends tonight. Cause I'm talking to you guys. So what's Hmm. Yay! Now I'm over three. All right, Matt, what you got?
0: I you keep track of how many days it's been since I did did not do yoga? 187. You
2: know, 187.
0: Wow, fucking, it's been a long time.
2: How many fucking double Big Macs have you had in that time period?
0: Not a lot. <laughs> oh, you know what? There's not pounders. a lot of fat, there's not a lot of fast food over here by me. So uh, I don't I don't get to frequent as much as I did in Parsippany.
2: Your nickname should be Double Pounder.
0: Oh, my nickname is Millionaire Matt. You're ah, dream, now, you read the screen, you son of a bitch.
2: Come on now.
1: Yeah, you were living the life right on forty-six there.
0: Oh, uh, they're putting a Taco Bell over here by me though, so I'm pretty Aww. excited about
1: that. Oh, it's over. I had Taco Bell
0: yesterday. I kind of wanted a Taco Bell today, but then I my appetite went away, and I wasn't going out in the fucking rain, and I probably wasn't using DoorDash. Yeah, because it's like it's the
1: meal starts off like twelve bucks and ends up like thirty-seven dollars.
2: Yeah, and like, if you're fucking cold. Fuck that noise. You need coupons, bro. DoorDash, GrubHub, they're always throwing coupons at me.
0: Fuck coupons. <laughs>
1: like, I was behind this woman at the CVS checkout yesterday, the self-checkout. Just all I <laughs> all I freaking had was what did I, have? I had a birthday card for my brother, $2.25. And this woman had maybe a bag of and a bag of freaking Cheetos and maybe something else. And she was literally digging through her purse trying to scour for the right coupon for the freaking gluten-free
2: popcorn
1: that yeah, she had.
2: That Yeah, fuck that lady. Sorry. And I'm
1: literally standing there. I got this. I All I got is this card. All I, all I got is this $2 card, man. Like, please. No, I mean, Matt, it was actually a $15 card. I know you're listening. But, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it was plated in gold, but you already saw it, so you know that's not true. The price is actually on the back of the card. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like so frustrating. She gave up, thankfully. But like literally, it was like uh you know, like the magician that pulls like the uh yeah. the handkerchiefs out and it just keeps going. That's what she was doing with the coupon, trying to find to save on freaking popcorn and Cheetos.
2: Well, that's the thing, like, and you you bought a two dollar and twenty-five cent uh card for your brother, which is a fair price, I would say. But everything you buy at CVS gives you a fucking toilet paper's length of fucking coupons every single time.
0: Yeah.
1: Every but these, no, these were like individuals. These were like stuff that she <sighs> she went through the the Jericho list see, and, and literally cut them to fit what she would need it for.
2: See, self-checkout is for when you're on a mission, you got your shit, you know what you have, and you're done. Yeah. If you have anything you need to fuck with, go to somebody that can help you. That's exactly. it. You know, or get your shit together before you get up to the fucking, to the register.
1: Because in the before time, everyone's used to long lines and controversy or confrontation regarding discounts and sales and coupons. We're used to that self checkout. No, that's not the place for you to bitch about how much something costs. You're there. You got to go and just do it. You don't care. You don't coupon. No, donate to a charity. No, I'm a dick. Um, (laughs) No, I just want to go bag, skip bagging. I know there's a freaking bagging station there. All right. I get it. There's a bag right in front of me. I will put the freaking merchandise in the bag.
2: And the fuckers like at stop and shop where there's like six in the one spot and you got the common feeder line, which is a good idea. But these fuckers show up with like 80 items. Like you're in self checkout for that much fucking food, dude. Either ring it up yourself on the way around with the fucking wand or go to the woman. So this way you can start bagging the shit while she's ringing you up. It's like, come on, man. I'm hot. Fuck I that am, uh
0: in my, in my younger days, I have thrown change at people.
2: <laughs> Why does that not surprise me?
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Because you're, you know, you're 90 years old, and you're trying to buy 1,500 Q-tips and use a coupon. All right. Nope. Can I can I interject
1: here, Matt? Uh-uh. Sure. You threw change at a 90-year-old.
0: I've thrown change at many people at the Walgreens in Fairfield <laughs> because they slowed the fucking line down, and I just wanted to buy a Red Bull and go about my business. I've thrown change at people. I've paid for people's things. That's nice. I got no time for you and your fucking coupons. If you are going to use a coupon, you need to be ready. You need to make yes. sure it works. None of this dicking around bullshit. Yeah. yeah have remember, it out, like,
3: scan
1: it and fucking be done with it. My mom, God, would have it in the in the top of the, the top level of the shopping cart. She would go look while she was shopping and then make sure she had the coupon ready for when the purchase was being made. Hundred percent. So, that's, that's the moves. All you people yep. who wait to the last minute to get your freaking coupon. Also, this also bothers me to no end. People who don't take their wallet out of their pocket until everything's already rung up. And then they got to find the cash and they go in the little purse for the change and like the card, which card can oh. I use? Like, you know, like you, you know you're here to buy something, right? Like, you know, sure. you have to exchange currency at some point.
2: And, and- you, you- If you're using self-checkout with cash, go fuck yourself. Oh no, that too.
1: I'm talking about regular lines. That's seriously though. That's another thing altogether.
2: The one thing I will say: some fucking douche nozzle, fucking slipping twenties into the thing and then trying to and and fucking change on top of it. If it's 21, if it's $20 and like 15 cents, this fucker's in his pocket putting pennies in the machine. You motherfucker. Put a dollar in and get the fuck out of the way. Exactly. Oh my God, dude. People are the worst.
1: Yeah. Cash at, at the self-checkout, you're done. You're done with me. Like if I ever see you, like if like you could be like Matt, like Matthew changed at a 90 year old, you could be like my great aunt <laughs> Sophie. And if I see you putting cash in a self-checkout, Sophie, you might be dead in a couple of years, but you're dead to me right now.
0: <laughs> now look I'm gonna you're gonna be mad I do cash at the self-checkout
1: all right so Matt you're a different animal to me I feel like you don't dabble I feel like you'd rather prefer to pay cash on stuff than credit in life in general I feel
0: you know, like it does, look it doesn't matter but I don't fuck around at the self-checkout I know what I'm doing I do it but all everything goes in the same fucking bag I'm not separating shit I'm not putting the eggs in this bag I don't give a shit It's go time. I go to self checkout so I can get in and out. I ain't fucking around.
2: If I if I if I go to a clerk, I'm bagging the shit while she's ringing it up. I don't stand there and wait for her to do everything either. Exactly. I get to the end of the register. I'm putting the shit in bags. When she gives me the total, I put the the credit card in the machine and I keep on bagging. Get me the fuck out.
1: You know what you're saying to the world if you do the opposite of what you just said? You're saying that you would rather be here. Than anywhere you have to go. Like either you hate your kids. You hate your husband. You hate your wife. I would rather be here. Making other people's lives miserable. Because when I go home. It's inevitable that I'm making my family's life miserable.
2: Bravo sir. Bravo. Sounds Holy about right. Shit.
0: Sounds about right. I mean uh. I work in the service industry. And I can tell you that people are just stupid. I assume everyone is stupid until you prove me otherwise.
3: Yeah. That's
1: a, that's a great way to look at stuff, Matt. That's a great idea. People in who have never been in the service industry or the customer service industry won't understand that. And they think, well, wow, that's a shitty way to look at life. But no, not until you've been in it, whether you've served bartend customer service, everything, a FedEx guy, I, I, you know, Amazon delivery guy, until you've done that and dealt with people, that is a that's a brilliant way to look at life.
0: I've said it before. I think everyone at some there needs to be like a like a course where you have to like work in a restaurant for like a month. So so you realize how awful people are. Uh and understand that when you go to a restaurant it's not always the fucking server's fault and you need to take other things into consideration. I make a sign on the pizza truck. Cash only at the truck. No one ever reads the fucking sign, and the people say cash only. You don't take Venmo. Yeah. No, it's not fucking cash. Stupid. Yeah. Cash only means cash only. Yeah,
1: we're not a vendor table at a freaking indie show. <laughs> we don't just take Venmo
0: payments for our t-shirts. Fucking dildos. People. Are, <laughs> people are just dumb. That's what it is. If you are not dumb, prove me wrong, and I will say you are not dumb. And I'm one of the biggest dummies out there. So. That's a good point. Bring it on. Bring it on! So we're all, everyone's doing good though. Tony's guys tear ducks are open. Kevin's not doing coupon cutting anytime soon. I yeah. am very hoarse. Mm. So that's good. Where I mean, do you guys want say to this, start? I do
1: respect the savings though, because I'm, I'm getting into saving money.
0: Saving awesome. money is a good thing. Hmm. Saving money is a very good thing. I don't where know. Where do you guys want? Where, what? I know. D- I
1: heard you say, "Where do you guys want to start tonight?" And I was like, "I don't know. Uh
2: I don't know." Ooh, can we start with local news?
0: Um, like wrestling news?
2: Yeah, of course. What do you you talk about? Wrestling news? Killing themselves in in a fucking car in Newark in a garage?
0: No, that's not wrestling news.
2: Well, this is wrestling news. A friend of the show, Kayla Sparks, was invited back to AEW. She wrestled in Rochester. It's going to be on Dark this week. And she suffered a broken nose. Did you see the pictures?
0: And Tony's frozen.
2: Oh no, you're frozen. Now you're okay. Oh. You there? Everybody froze.
0: Everybody's back though. So Kayla Sparks
2: got chopped in the nose and her nose is broken. So there's that. And her her series made its red carpet premiere this week too, so huzzah. Huzzah.
0: Huzzah yes. indeed. Also saw, uh yes.
2: Oh, and uh, Justin Carino is on that AW Dark as well. So another local boy done good.
0: So is Kevin Matthews.
2: Yes, yes. Wrestling so. friend of the show, Sunny Kiss. Friends wrestling friends. I love it.
0: Fucking yeah, a, I actually, dude. I actually, I, I talked to KM about that, and oh, I here we it. go.
1: Ah, I'm saying, what do you want from me? We talk. I can't, Listen, I can't... you're
2: dropping names. I gotta, I gotta work the gimmick with you. I mean, That's a I great can't point. just let it hang there. That's
1: a great point. It is my gimmick. Uh he felt glorious. Yeah, he, uh, he felt really good after the match. Thanks, Sonny. And it was it was awesome. I can't wait to to watch that. So and he is loading up his show in November with a lot of AEW names. Nice. Colt, uh, Dante, uh God, uh, I was ready right his name. Mark Dante Martin. Martin, uh the acclaimed, Joey Janela, Bear Country. It's an AEW Palooza,
0: AEW uh AE Russell Pro. Yeah, and they they added uh, I think Holliday too, and that yep. little shit, that little useless shit, Marco stunt. I want you to come to this show just for that, so I could kick him, give him a big boot and a leg drop. I just want to see. Yeah. I, I, I just want to see you
1: to like tell like somebody how you feel about them in person. <laughs>
2: Are you kidding me? Matt's got thirty bucks for the combo already. He's gonna take the fucking Polaroid with him. He's gonna get the autograph. He's probably that's gonna get a fun size T shirt. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I don't want
0: a fun size T shirt. I got enough T shirts. Tell you what, that fucking pro wrestling crate's awesome. They keep sending me those goddamn fucking major wrestling podcast
2: <laughs> T shirts.
0: What? You're hey, fucking you- I'm an XL, Kevin. I can't give it to you. You'll be fucking swimming in it. No, that's a good point. I like the Toy Story one, the figure, toy figure, whatever the fuck it is, because it's comfy cozy. Now I got like Adventures in Babysitting ripoff one, Adventures in Figure Collecting. That's a great idea. Like, I'm never going to fucking wear this thing. (laughs) Well, what, what if I can give it to a major mark that would appreciate it? I don't know. Do they watch the show? I can
1: demand it to do.
0: I'm a whore. I'm a whore for this fucking no, I'm, I'm the, I
1: share the I share the live feed in there when we have something that's that's relevant to, to them. I just don't want
2: to go overboard. So where oh. do you guys want to go? Well, you mentioned whores and all I'm thinking of is Terry Funk, so maybe we should talk about Onita and FMW. Did you guys watch Dark Side this week?
0: I did. I did. I did not. I don't care, I... so talk about it.
2: I, it's, it's not going to be long to be honest with you. I don't think there was a whole lot of meat on the bone with this one, but it was the FMW story and mostly focusing on Onita being the kingpin of, uh, of uh, FMW and also Matt's favorite wrestler, Terry Funk. Yes. You have an opinion. Of course I have an opinion. Well, you put your hand up. I thought you needed to stop me. for. Yeah. Well, you
0: said there's not a lot of meat on the bone. And I think the most interesting thing of this whole FMW story is how Onita's wrestling career ended
2: against um well the first time it was against hayabusa in a fucking no he was
0: like a regular wrestler and then he fucking jumped out of the ring and broke his fucking kneecap
2: was that in the story did i miss something
0: yes that was in the story he was he had finished wrestling a match and he was leaving the ring and he stood he jumped from the apron to the floor and he fucking blew out his kneecap
2: can i can i throw out a complaint it took me about 20 minutes to get fucking xfinity working because the fucking the thing froze up then the audio was off like onita was talking but it was cactus jack on the screen and his mouth was moving i had to fucking stop it shut the tv turn it back on because i got one of fire stick you know i got a fire tv one of those amazon jobs That's
0: a terrible so, idea
2: what was all fucked up dude like and of course it was the, the one thing that i was trying to watch before the show started so that aggravated me
0: yeah i hate so the fire i hate the fire stick
2: but it's the whole TV. It's like the entire gimmick is built into the television. I understand. It's not a bad TV either. It's a. You,
0: know, you should have come to me before you bought that TV. Coming. I would have let you know. Fire sticks bad. Fire bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Yeah. All my favorites were there. Terry Funk was there. Sabu was there. Uh. uh Ricky Fuji.
2: Yes. Dude, Sabu was actually like really into the story too. Like he was fucking making me laugh. He was funny it's an as shit. Un-
0: it's an unbelievable story.
2: But it wasn't, I guess, I guess it was more of a come-down story than like what the other stories have been. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get it. The ring announcer had problems with the mafia, so he killed himself. And the the best story though was when Sabu was getting jumped by the Yakuza and Mike Awesome was fucking throwing him off. Great fucking story.
0: Yeah, but I think like the dark side is like that. That deathmatch style, too. Like for the 90s, that wasn't a thing. And here these guys are fucking going over there doing these crazy fucking exploding ring matches. Terry Funk's fucking wrestling in these fucking matches and the stadiums are packed to the gills. And then they just, Onita has to continuously try and top it. And I definitely have that fire match on VHS somewhere.
2: Is that, oh, the one with the ropes being on fire? I have a yes. feeling I watched it at your house years yeah,
0: ago. I definitely have that somewhere. But uh, I mean, that was the thing. Like when I when we were tape trading in the '90s, like once I saw one exploding barbed wire death match, I couldn't get enough, and I was fucking going on RF video, getting his little pamphlets in the mail, and ordering any fucking tape that had a crazy fucking barbed wire death match, alligator death match, cactus death match, panes of glass death match.
2: Didn't he have a match on an island somewhere, and you had to swim yeah. to shore?
0: Yeah, you had a match on an island, and if you in the water it exploded, like I couldn't get enough of it. He wasn't,
2: he wasn't that that was IWA that was the bathhouse match, wasn't it? That wasn't FMW. Can I ask you a question? And I'm and I seriously was thinking about this as I watched it, and I really I don't know if I have an answer to it. Maybe you can help me. Why is it that like shit that goes on nowadays with like hardcore stuff? Like to me, I kind of I don't want to say shake my head at it, but I just don't get it. But like when they're showing shit from the nineties, like with this Onita stuff. And like, I remember like the, the tournament of death with like, and it's, and it's this stuff, but then it's also isolated because like, I was never really big into combat zone wrestling and, and like the tournaments of death there. But for some reason, when I watch like stuff from FMW and stuff like from the nineties, I'm okay with that for some reason, but all the other shit, I'm just like, Why? i think
0: that i i don't know that's a great question i think
2: like you like what i see matches from like tournament of death and it's like they're using like fucking weed whackers and they're using the fucking the metal things and they're fucking beating each other in the head with them and they're getting stuck and they show them fucking yanking them out and shit like to me like that doesn't bother me, but fucking jackasses in a ring where they hit the ropes and the fucking shit explodes. Like I, I'm okay with that. Like, and I have no idea why I guess. Cause maybe in my head, that's not as gruesome. You know what I'm saying? And there's like stories to it. Like, how do you fucking, I guess, how do you build a story when you're fucking pounding like nails into somebody's head, as opposed to like, somebody's trying to avoid getting whipped into the ropes. And then they finally hit the ropes and it's like, ah, oh, fuck me. Uh, you know? I don't know.
0: I I get it. I guess it's I think it's the visual. I think you're you know like when somebody goes gets thrown into the the ring, the barbed wire, like the explosion isn't really it doesn't do anything to them.
2: No, but the barbed you know, wire does, of
0: course. Barbed wire does, but like the thing is like it's like by the time we got to wherever we were in the mid 2000s, it was everyone had to you have It's all been seen. We've all seen it before. So that's when you get the weed whackers, the what are they? Gustaf plates.
2: That's it. That's what they're called. Gustaf plates. The
0: the fucking the spikes, the 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 stakes in the head, and the you know people cutting people's tongues and all sorts of crazy shit. Like it's just it's all you've seen it before. So everyone tries to one up themselves, and people are looking for their fifteen minutes.
2: Yeah, like I still remember, I had uh, I bought from some dude in Canada it was like wrestling shoots and wrestling injuries you might have watched them with me I don't remember it was a long time ago they were VHS compilations and I think it was Madman Pondo somebody just took a pair of scissors and fucking just sliced the back of his arm open it literally looked like fucking lips like that's how big it was it's like why but when I watch Onita fucking throwing Terry Funk into the ropes and the fucking baboom and this and that like I'm fucking I'm into it like it's so weird
0: it's I think it's just a visual like you're not like, look, even when like Pogo is like jamming something in somebody's head, like somebody's holding on to that end. And they, they're not really digging it into that. The open wound.
2: Oh, dude. And that poor woman from the fucking women's match when they showed her, she was all burnt up from the fireball. Yikes.
0: It's just about put. It was. it's pushing the envelope. Look, when you got a stadium full of fucking people.
2: See, I think that's the other thing too, because FMW was drawn like 30, 40,000 people to these shows. Like, th- that's a fucking huge crowd to watch idiots fucking wrestle around with bombs at ringside, you know?
0: Look, man, fucking Onita was over. He was like the, and I did not, I did not know this until, um, oh, the Mark Order podcast.
2: Join the Mark Order.
0: I did not know this until I watched it. He was like a super fucking babyface. Yeah. That. I didn't know
2: about the ring announcer taking over and fucking running from the mob. Um, what, I mean, Hayabusa, of course, you know, they, Hayabusa they, covered that.
0: Is, uh, they, they didn't, he made a comment like Hayabusa wasn't a death match guy, but they didn't really go into that.
2: Yeah. And I'm, I'm honestly surprised they showed the footage of him hurting himself. I was very surprised at that. Like I get it. It was a disclaimer, but that's kind of one of those things where they could have just talked around it. You know what I'm saying?
0: It was, but you know, you're showing all the him doing all these fucking high flying moves. Oh, I know. I get it. I get it. A little error, a little slipsky, It's rough. Can I
2: can I ask a serious question? And like I know, like I'm I'm known for like picking on Jericho. Jericho had plugs done. No. I don't know. The front of his hair doesn't look a little off to you,
0: dude. That's the fucking last thing I'm looking at.
2: No, but like I don't know why it stuck out to me. And then I'm looking at Mick Foley's hairline. I'm looking like Terry Funk's a little thin. We know that. But like like Mick Foley's got a good head of hair. Like that's his hair. Like, but then you look at Jericho and like like right up front where like my shit is, it was like it looks like it's like sewn in or something. I don't know. It fucking it just stuck out to me for some random reason.
0: You got some knack paying attention to detail, buddy.
2: It just sometimes you know, like when you see something like that, it just stands out to you. Like I, I have no idea why. No idea figured I'd throw it out there.
0: I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well I thought it was a good episode. Uh what is next week's episode?
2: Oh I have no idea. I have no idea. Is it Luna? Oh she's you know I always think it's Luna because she's like the picture. Oh I saw
1: I, it today. I was looking at the schedule today because I was trying
2: we lose Kevin.
0: No he started talking and then oh maybe we did
2: oh uh, we lost him
0: oh kevin has gone to the dark side of the basement.
2: Good golly, Miss Molly! I'm trying to see. Okay, what? yeah, the many faces of Luna Vashon is next week. Yes. Oh, here. this week. Sorry, not next week. This week. We got. Let me see. I could. I could give you the fucking the rest of the lineup here. Let me see. Blah 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 blah. Um. No. Next. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So this. No. This week, the seventh, is uh, the Johnny Canine story. Luna's in two weeks on the fourteenth. Then we've got XPW on the twenty-first, and the United States versus Vince McMahon on the twenty-eighth closes out season three. So that's what we have to look forward to. All right,
0: I dig that. That XPW one should be interesting.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a whole lot of back shit with Rob Black and and the porn industry and and. Who was it? Supreme apparently got his fucking fingers cut off or some shit cuz he fucked somebody's wife or something. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of wacky stories from F- from uh, XPW. Yeah, no, not the is. least of which was the invasion of one of the fucking ECW pay-per-views. Should be good times.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I think I I think I have one or two XPW VHS tapes.
2: You have Baptized in Blood, right? I think I yeah. have that too.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the second one is.
2: We might, you know, I know we've fallen behind a little bit on the uh Patreon stuff. Maybe we should do some XPW watch-alongs. Might oh be interesting. God,
0: that'd be fantastic. Fuck <laughs> a great time. Uh, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen an XPW show. Well, that's even more of a reason for us to do it then. Oh yeah, yeah I, I may have bought the VHS and I may not have even watched it.
1: The only the only thing I know about XPW is what they did at that show. That's it. That's all I know. I mean, I mean, I mean. Obviously, I know a little bit more about them, but that's all I know in terms of like who was there, who was like who was a part of the company. Now, but didn't a lot of ECW guys go to XPW? Once- yeah,
2: once ECW closed up for sure. Shane Douglas was there. Terry Funk, Sabu, uh, Sam Man was there, right? Sam Oh, isn't that where New Jack almost tried to kill Vic Grimes? Was that an XPW show?
0: Maybe. When he mm-hmm. threw
2: him off the scaffold and he almost, he was trying to aim for, for the corner post, but he couldn't get him there. Don't know. Maybe. Uh, Don't know, T-Dunk. Uh, sorry.
1: Old okay. man memories. No, no. I mean, listen, you're the only one that really kind of knows. So that's something.
0: Big Dick Dudley was there. Chris Candido <laughs> was there. Uh I know uh Luke Hawks was there, Alter Boy Luke, when he was very, very young.
1: That's oh right. god, I did know I did know that, but that's just because of Luke. That's not because of them.
0: Right.
2: Luke and his boy are crushing things in the NWA right now.
1: Are they ever? Crushing. And on the and on this on the screen. His his character debuted in uh
0: in Heels too, I believe.
3: He's a I'll heel. Watch. God Motherfucker.
0: Damn I watched some NWA power, Tony. Oh, boy.
2: What'd you think of Tim Storm getting ready to go at it with Strictly Business? And who of all people shuts it down? Mr. Nick Aldis. What's going on here?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I think Tim Storm needs to watch his coolly. I wouldn't trust Nick Aldis as far as I could throw him.
2: Oh, you think it's going to be one of these Tim Storm falls for the old stinger trap with Strictly Business?
0: Look, I don't... How do I say this without just say it if you were watching the nwa and we yep. watched this whole storyline with trevor murdoch and nick aldous and tim storm doing commentary him and nick aldous had many words when nick aldous would sit at the desk and they yep. would do the commentary and nick was kind of needle um tim storm so to have tim uh to have nick aldous come out and make this not necessarily make the save but just stop it from happening
2: yep shut it down it
0: leaves more questions than answers for me
2: I wonder, I do wonder if this is going to lead to like maybe a, a Nick Aldis, uh, Tim Storm versus Latimer and Adonis, and then maybe Nick Aldis leaves Strictly Business, or maybe it was all the ruse, and they set up Tim Storm, and they they send him packing.
0: I don't know. I'm very interested to see this. It sounded like when Thomas Latimer was cutting his promo that maybe Nick Aldis was on the, the outskirts of Strictly Business because he no longer had a championship belt.
2: You know what else I like too? like Joe Galley and Nick Aldis have been butting heads for a while on NWA. And when Tim storm was in trouble, Joe Galley had no problem leaving commentary to jump in there to try to stop the shit from happening. So Joe
0: got, he's got fucking balls of steel,
2: fucking brass balls. That guy he's the, he could be, he could be one of my favorite, he he could be my favorite announcer in the business right now. Him and Tim Storm, honestly, I think is the best pair. Unfortunately, they fucking lose it when fucking Velvet Time sits in with them. And they keep splitting them up for who knows what reason. But the two of them together are fucking magical, dude. They are a great commentary team.
0: This will be... Uh, I think this is right in Kevin's wheelhouse there. Oh! Uh, I actually enjoy the hot mess Chelsea Green character.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Legend.
0: Uh she came out and she interrupted a uh uh a, a melina and the May Valentine promo. Um so I thought that was highly entertaining.
2: Hello Melina what do you like about being in the N.W.A.?
0: Who's that? <laughs> That's May Valentine.
2: May. It's the same interview and she like she tries to have emotion but she just like says things like never changes her cadence. It's fucking hilarious she's is she is she
1: from is she foreign? Is she from somewhere else?
2: yeah, she's Brazilian she's Brazilian, uh, and sweet. she's like she's a talk show host, and I don't speak Portuguese a lick, but it seems like she's really good at being a host when she's speaking her native language. She struggles a little bit with the English, and it's not even so much the words. it's kind of like just the way she like handles herself. Yeah. I she's, mean, gotten, that, she's gotten
1: better, but that's, that's not uncommon. And when you, when you see like stuff like that in any profession, like, like, you know, athletes still use translators when they talk and stuff like that. So it's not, it's not the end of the world, right, Tony?
2: No, not at all. Matt, you know what might be the end of the world for your boy, Tyrus? Uh-oh. My man, Sion is calling his ass out. And he says he's cashing in his title shot for that world television championship.
0: Yeah, he even said, like, a date, right? Like, December 3rd or
2: something? I think he did. I think he did set a date. He got some fucking uh, so what balls belt on is, him, what, too, man. What belt does uh, Tyrus have? Tyrus is the television champion. He beat the Pope in the Pope's seventh and final match. But, uh, yeah, so Scion, with that fucking uh, champion series, has a title shot that he's cashing in for the television championship. That's the belt he wants, and... By gum, Please. he's going to go after it.
0: Please put the fucking belt on him. Get it off a of fucking Tyrus. Get it away from Austin Idol. I don't know what Jordan Clearwater and Black G's are doing with these fucking succubuses, but they need to get away from them.
2: Yeah, I don't. Excuse me. I don't understand the whole relationship there either, but I will be very happy if Scion is the one to take the belt from uh, Tyrus. So
1: who is so? All right. So Tyrus is the TV champ. Who is the national
0: champ?
2: Chris Adonis, a.k.a. Chris Masters.
0: Ah, I like Chris Adonis.
2: Uh, And the world champ is Trevor Murdoch? Yes.
0: But Please refer to him by his real name. I will not. No one will know, if they're listening, who you're talking about. Kevin Mm -hmm. is speaking of the booger eater. I'll say it for him.
1: Um, Who is the women's champion right now?
2: Uh, Camille. 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 Uh, And and Kevin, we also have women's tag team champions, the Hex. That's Marty Bell and uh, Allison Kaye. I like them. And they like doing booty shots, too. Like, they're constantly showing their hineys off on, like, Instagram and Facebook and shit like that. They're it's proud everybody. of their fucking assets,
0: dude. That's how you get the likes, bro. Yeah.
2: Fuck yeah. Oh, by the way, um, Genocide stole a victory over Allison Kaye. So sometime in the future, I would assume at the upcoming pay-per-view, we're going to get the Hex against uh, Paula Blaze and Genocide with Taryn Terrell, Matt's favorite, for the uh, women's tag team titles.
0: Yeah, well, Tarrant Tyrell came down. She distracted her. No, oh, no,
2: Lady Frost, my lady. Yeah. Frost what, so what's going on there? Lady Frost is in with Genocide and Tarrant Tyrell. Lady Frost is in everybody's fucking business. She better watch herself.
0: I like the Lady Frost. I like she'll the Lady be.
2: Frost too, but ugh. she'll
1: be appearing this Saturday at the Impact Wrestling Knockouts uh, Pay Per View, which nice. I don't know. It is it is technically a pay per view. It's ten bucks.
2: Oh no! Does so, this mean?
1: I don't know what it means because I we haven't gotten all the brackets for the tournament yet, so I don't. Oh, know. it's a tournament on top yeah, of it. It's a we, may,
2: we may have to skip that one.
1: Well, I'll, let me see how it unfolds first, and then I'll figure out maybe a formula. We've
2: never
0: we can... we've never picked an Impact Plus special show. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm not. <laughs> no, no, to... no,
1: but no, no, but this is this isn't with the subscription. This is actual. It's on. It's on Fight TV too.
2: Yeah, you got to pay for this one. For the spoilers are out scene.
0: there though, so I'm going to put the nil on that.
2: Oh, it is. All right then. Forget oh, it. I didn't know that yeah if it's already in the books we can't we can't pick it
0: oh. oh so maybe that's where i read it maybe a spoiler was lady frost um
2: tony oh. oh never mind we'll finish nwa what were you saying matt
0: Yeah, we can go right into impact from nwa if you want but uh we skipped it. we talked about it which led to the the start of the nwa conversation hawks airy defeated colby carino and jtg uh and i think the i think hawks airy looked awesome i thought they're the- amazing
2: the two of them the are amazing.
0: Of, uh the pairing of Colby and JTG seemed a little weird, no?
2: There were a lot of weird teams uh in the tag tournament. I think the right team won. So this means Hawks Aries go into the finals of this tournament. And this is all to challenge uh oh fuck. What are their what's the name of their team? It's La Rebellion. Uh, La Rebellion, yes. Uh, so I wouldn't call it a number one contenders tournament. I would call it the uh, the tournament to decide who's going to face the champs. I don't like conflating number one contender with a tournament winner. But anyway, that's beside the
0: point. Technically, it's called an eliminator tournament.
2: Well, there you go. So Hawks Airy moves on to the final. Fucking Luke is awesome. We all know that. His son, PJ, I'm telling you people, don't sleep on PJ Hawks. The kid, he looks like the fucking pie fucker from American Pie, but don't let that fuck with you. He is awesome he's smooth he can work holds on the ground he can fly when he needs to fly and him and his him and his dad make a great fucking team and colby carino's a little fucking ring hog did you notice he was in the ring for an awful long time in this match a real long time almost like he didn't want to tag out to jtg i didn't get it
0: there was dissension between them. colby got upset when jtg shook uh luke's hand at the beginning of the match
2: yeah colby's uh he's a great fuck they're all great jtg's awesome colby's awesome but yeah those two did not fucking get along not in the least
0: it's been a minute since i watched the nwa and i actually really enjoyed this episode of nwa power
2: yeah they had a good one this week they had a real good one this week so who started the the eliminator
1: tournament gimmick was that aew or is that nwa who did it first because i know aew calls all their tournaments eliminators
2: it's just, I don't know. It's just a tournament. But, yeah,
1: but it's never been used before. Uh, like these two companies, I've never heard it ever.
2: Well, technically, all the tournaments are single elimination. You know, you lose, you go home. Right. It's but it's exciting. always been
1: described as such. It's yeah, never yeah. been called an eliminate. Like they call it like an. They don't call it like. It's almost like they don't. They they don't like to use the word tournament or something like that. They call it or not tournament, but they don't like to call it like. Something and they just they just rather be eliminator, which is something that I've that's relatively new as far as I know, in the business. Well, yeah, to
2: to brand it like that, yeah, you're right. But yeah, they've always just been like, they've always called them like in long form single elimination tournaments or just tournaments.
1: Yeah, like round robin tournaments, like. Well, round
2: robin is a little different because of course, but I'm I'm just saying in terms of yeah, no, I get I get what you, descriptor, mean. Get what you,
1: mean. Get what you mean. Descriptors.
2: So, Kev, are we done with NWA? Because I want to move on for something for Kevin's wheelhouse. Well, I don't know. Ju-
0: Ju- Judas.
2: Yes, and uh, James Storm. Yeah, what was this?
0: They went to a du- no, did a double DQ
2: in like what two minutes? This yeah, it shit- was real short. Yeah, I don't get it.
0: And then uh, the Pope and uh, Trevor Murdoch teamed up and they defeated the end and uh, Jeremiah Plunkett and Crimson in a three way match. But I think. The big story was afterwards, Jax Dane has a, he can cash in because his team won that tournament. He was going to cash in and take on Trevor Murdoch because fat boy, booger eater, jumped off the top rope and he hurt his knee. What? Don't make faces. You know, I don't like this son of a bitch being the NWA world champion. He eats his damn boogers. Don't know why he's going off the top rope. He had a bum wheel and Jax was going to cash in, but Crimson said, ah, ah.
2: Yeah, but he goes, Trevor Murdoch goes off the top. His finisher is the top rope bulldog. He shouldn't.
0: Don't go off the top rope, you fat. Fucker. I think it was
2: a splash on this one too, and he came down on his knee. I don't think he was going for the bulldog for this one. No, which is kind of weird.
0: Going, he's too big to be going off the top rope. I'm
2: I get it. They, they were trying to build, like, you know, Jack Stain has this, he can cash in any time, but they're also building that Crimson's like, fuck you, dude, you stuck it to me. Now I'm gonna stick it to you. I, so I like that. They got a big blow off coming up at the next pay-per-view in a cage. So they're really building to that one. That that should be a fucking good match. And uh, I think that was NWA for the week. NWA. That was
0: NWA for the week. It looked great. Then the, the aesthetics from them doing the tapings at the chase looked awesome, by the way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The only, the only thing that's weird is like, sometimes they'll do like this match took place earlier in the day and there's like nobody there and the lights are all on and everything. I mean, I get it. It's a little different, but it always, it, it's always weird to me to see that now because we know that they could have crowds and then they have matches without crowds, but whatever. It looks cool. I agree. Kev, you know what I think might look cool, which I want to get your opinion on. All right. Um, what is the Let's hope In- I know what you're
1: talking about here.
2: What is the Impact Digital Media Championship?
1: I all right. So I've seen it. I don't a hundred percent know.
2: Could this be like a television championship where they could defend it on like streams on like Twitch and stuff? Like- I
1: think that's what I think that's what the objective is. It's because like- I honestly don't
2: know, but I think that, that sounds like it might be where they're going with it. This is like I watched Impact, but I didn't,
1: and I have seen like the the quotes and the headlines from from this. I think it's got to be just, but they don't use Twitch anymore. But they do have the YouTube like premium channel. So, but but that's entire Impact, Tony. I don't know, Matt. I don't know if you did research on it. I don't know if you have it, but I'm thinking that it's maybe for before the Impact. Maybe it'll be defended on there. But I don't even know if that could be on Access TV too. For all I know.
0: Uh, so the newest impact title was revealed on Thursday's episode. The first champion will be crowned in a single elimination tournament. That will be, uh, that will come to a conclusion in a six way match at October 23rd bound for glory. The title will be mainly featured and defended on the promotion's social media outlets, as well as their impact plus streaming service. Both men and Hi. women were featured in the introduction video indicating that it will be intergender starting tomorrow. Two matches we will stream first on Impact Plus and their Ultimate Insider YouTube. Four matches will air in the week leading up to Bound for Glory. The first match will be Zicky Dice versus John Skyler and Hernandez against Crazy Steve.
2: Okay, Kev, you made a face. I want to know what you're thinking. I don't know how I feel. We could say it. I think I'm with you.
1: About it being intergender.
2: Bingo! Bingo!
1: I mean it's listen, it's fair, and we had uh Dave Yen on last week to talk about how you if you're a wrestler, you're a wrestler. You don't really see the gender in it all. Mm. But I just it yeah. like how do you how do you go I don't know, I'm like at a loss right now to be honest with you. I mean I guess it's just like any other championship. Where you defend whoever's earned the right to to face it, whether it's a man or a woman or whatever. But would it be unfair of me just for it to be a a, a to say that it should just be a man's title or a woman's title? It's it's weird because it it doesn't have like a it's a digital media championship. It doesn't have any real like division, you know. It's weird,
2: like. Yeah. It's it's almost like if you're going to do it for men and women like have it be like a, who had the better twitch video like they have a competition
1: you know what i'm saying yeah, it, like it's it's never been done before so it's freaking bizarre and so i don't know i guess maybe the old school fan of me and like the old mentality is just like why isn't it just a, a men's belt but you know we're not in that place anymore and if the women want to fight for it i mean god bless them go for it they've the knockouts division is incredible it's just it's just weird because there's no like it, it's not like the x division because at least everyone like in their head knew what the x division really was even though it, it was no limits or whatever this is like like what is this like what honestly like the 24/7 championship like anyone can win that we get that And it's defended all the time, but this is like the digital media championship. It's just, it's it's never been done.
0: Dare I say this is um, this is them kind of borrowing the Matt Cardona Internet Wrestling Champion idea? All right.
1: So here's here's the difference with that. Matt never like he was never there was no he never defended it.
0: Oh, but he did, and he lost it to Effie, of
1: course, right now, but twenty years later, like that was that was just his gimmick. it was a prop for him for his character, and of course, Effie has it now because matt's trying to to bolster his character, but there's there's really no that that title more or less without being disrespectful, isn't real, like you know
0: what I mean? No, I understand but maybe impact saw the success that he had. Like you have, look, you have Zicky Dice is involved in this tournament. Zicky Dice is great on social media.
1: All right. So if it's guys, if it's guys and girls that are influencers that have other outlets on social media and they're the ones that can challenge for it. But like, can, can like big cast come in and challenge for the digital media championship? Can, uh, can, uh, like Larry D come in and challenge for the digital media championship?
0: I'm sure they can if they wanted to, but if you're Impact Wrestling, you, you look at this crop of talent. You have Zicky Dice signed. Um, I don't know who else is going to be in the tournament, but Zicky Dice has a great presence on social media. So why wouldn't you use someone like him? Um, why wouldn't you? I don't even know who else is in Impact well, that has great social media presence. Well,
1: well, you mentioned the name. If there's a, a clear cut first champion, if you put him in, it's got oh, to it, it's, it's, it's Cardona
0: or Myers. They have the following. Yeah.
1: I would uh, yeah Car- yeah Cardona's crazy though. Like my, Brian is like bare minimum heat, but he'll he'll tweet but he doesn't go crazy. Um but it's just I have to see how it pans out and like listen, I mean it's 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 a thing like intergender is a thing now. So like either like shit or get off the pot, you know what I mean? Either accept it or don't. So I don't like it, I accept it is what I'm saying
0: basically. Yeah, I think it's just a tool for them oh. to get get out there in social media. You know, I don't think you're going to see like a a major like feud that uh that co main events. You know, fucking bound for glory, where the yeah. digital media championship is on the line, uh, and that's the co main event with the Impact World Championship.
1: That, that's another thing. Like, is because they air on Fight TV, will the digital media championship be defended on their pay per views, or will it strictly be on? I mean, they don't, I guess, or will it strictly be on Impact Plus in its own vehicle?
0: Yeah, I don't know. The press release says it will be streamed on Impact Plus uh, and their social, me- social media outlets. So I guess we'll have to just wait and see what the, you know, who's in this and what the, the whole meaning of it is. There really wasn't much else besides that little blurb that I read to you guys before.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I, I saw it. I didn't, at first, I thought it was a cool concept. I'm like, all right, it's a new belt, but I just thought, like wrestling fan i just thought oh it's a new belt with a weird name it's just another championship like i didn't realize that it was going to be specifically designed for these uh viewing avenues i thought it was another weird belt
0: yeah, maybe it's something something that crosses over into being the elite and sammy's vlog and any other popular youtube wrestling yeah. shows that i'm not aware of I know Josh Alexander has, or not Josh Alexander. Ethan Page I has did not a even think. but I know that relationship yeah. didn't really e- end, end well. So, no, nah, Ethan Page is good. He's got a great following.
1: I actually watch a lot of his stuff now because he does a lot of like toy hunts. So I watch a lot of his stuff. His stuff with Danhausen, and I, I'm not a big fan of Danhausen, like the like the wrestler, but I'm a huge fan of Dan Housen on social media. He's he's hysterical. Like his, he does like the toy hunts with with Ethan Page, and it's they're great. It's very nice, very evil, Kevin. That's right. Oh yeah, it's very nice. Yes, housing likes this one.
0: Get me that one. Um, what else from Impact, Kevin? How was uh Impact Wrestling on Thursday night? Uh, we saw. Uh,
1: I guess the main the main program here was Josh Alexander had, I think this was this past weekend, Exercise option C, which he will now be. Uh, challenging Christian at Bound for Glory, that may have been last week. I'm not sure, but they had a he had a match with uh, uh you know with the uh... oh god what am I, I'm blanking anyway not not important uh, Christian Cage, Josh Alexander, Bound for Glory. Uh, other notable stuff from Impact is that you had uh, Heath returned to try to convince <laughs> Rhino to avoid going back to Violent by Design with Eric Young, Joe Doring, and Diener. Uh but Rhino didn't make a decision really. Keith just wanted to come back and extract revenge on violent by design. Uh, and the main event was uh, X, uh William Morrissey. I keep forgetting what the heck to call him against Eddie Edwards in a street fight. Moose was barred from ringside, but uh, Eddie Edwards did win. Alicia Edwards, of course, got involved, but then they beat the crap out of Eddie Edwards and made Alicia watch. So, you know, it's fun, but you know, nothing that we haven't seen before uh, when it comes to like a husband and wife character on TV. Ace Austin, or no Fulton lost to who did he lose to Christopher Daniels? Yes, that's right. Christopher Daniels returned to the Impact Zone uh, for a match for the first time in ten years. So uh, it was that was cool, and he wasn't like SCU Christopher Daniels; he was like Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels, which was kind of cool. Nice. Yeah, it was really it was really cool. Um, uh, Rachel Ellering and Jordan Grace fought Madison Rayne and Taryn Terrell. Uh, the influence, if you will, they won. Brian Myers had a nice little segment with his flunkies. Uh, VSK is now clearly Brian Myers' favorite uh, professional wrestler under that learning tree. Everyone else can go kick rocks. Uh, Johnny Bravo is trying to still convince, not Johnny Bravo, Johnny Swinger is trying to still convince, you know, uh, Scott Moore not to go to Vegas because it's going to ruin his business. Lots of good stuff. Uh, fun fun watch i mean nothing 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 oh uh, trey miguel won his match to go into uh the the six way or the tournament for the Division championship since josh alexander has relinquished it because of option c he beat former guest of the show alex zane and the laredo kid in a uh triple threat match
0: nice
1: uh yeah so there's i'm sure there was a whole bunch of other stuff going on but other than the other than the uh, christopher daniels stuff and uh and you know, the main events and you know, the vignettes, and uh, you no, know, it's just a good show. You no, know? you really
0: yeah. covered it, you, you covered it all right there, Kev. You hit everything uh, on the head there. I think that if there was one thing you missed, it's the um,
1: oh, the fin uh, fin Juice, yeah,
0: but I mean, you you crushed it. And this next week, or this week, excuse me, this Thursday, you're gonna see Christian Cage and Josh Alexander against Ace Austin and Fulton, uh, Finn Juice and Chris Sabin against the Bullet Club of Haiku Leo, Chris Bay, and El Fantasmo. The X-Division title tournament continues. Steve, uh, Steve Macklin versus Black Torus versus uh, Petey Williams. And uh, Heath is back this week, too, to cut a promo. So there's that.
2: Can I ask you a question real quick? Like, I get it. Josh Alexander's surrendered the X-Division title, and they're having a tournament. Um, kind of strange they're having two tournaments at the same time.
0: They're, I don't think they're the only ones, too. Isn't WWE having two tournaments at the same time, too? yeah wwe's got the king and the queen of the ring coming up don't they
2: oh i I get it king of the ring queen of the ring whatever but still like two tournaments at once is a fucking it's like overkill isn't it well i mean for
1: impact the one tournament i think is a one night deal so that's a little different than having it go on over a few weeks or a few months so i'll give them a pass on that but i agree i found it. i noticed it too tony i noticed it. uh
2: I didn't. I didn't realize it until he just said Josh Alexander again. I said, "Wait a minute, because he just surrendered the title. Why? Why are they trying to cram both of them in?" But whatever.
1: And like, there's a lot. Like, a lot of titles have been like kind of either like stripped or there's number one contender titles. Like AEW is doing like the casino number one contender match. Like uh, NXT just had their you know championship match because that title was vacated. There's a lot of stuff going on to determine. Like who's either gonna be the number one contender or the champion all across the board? Yep. So
2: yes indeed, you're absolutely right. NWA's in the middle of a tournament too.
0: They're all, yeah. Do uh, the look Kevin says it all the time when we talk about AEW, you're creating weekly TV. How are you gonna, you know, give these matches some purpose? We have to crown a new X division champion. So these we're having these qualifying matches, and that'll lead to a six way at Bound for Glory. And then this digital media thing will also lead to a six-way match at Bound for Glory. And I guess that's just a way to get more people on the, on the TV box. Oh, my box.
1: God. So, Tony, they have three tournaments. The digital media, this X Division, and then the Knockouts pay-per-view one.
2: Oh, brother.
1: Which, again, is a one-night thing. So we'll let it, let it ride, I guess.
0: Yeah, and that's happening this weekend, your Knockouts pay-per-view tournament. And your eight-woman tournament features Mercedes Martinez, Chelsea Green, Renee Michelle, Lady Frost, Tasha Steels, Rachel Ellering, Jamie Sengel, and I think there's one more that I missed. Was it Rachel? Did I say Rachel Ellering? Yes, sir. I guess there's one more person that has to be announced. So wait, so then it wasn't taped yet then. Or maybe it was an instant It has. They just haven't yeah. announced it yet. Uh, there's also uh, t- Deanna who defends the title against the t- TBA. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm.
1: That segment on Impact was incredible. They did a thing where Mick, uh, where Deanna Praszu went to Mickey James's like farm and her barn, and they just had a complete, absolute knockout drag out fight, like all over, the, like in the horses and in the in the hay and and all that stuff. They were both wearing white T shirts, which was okay for me. Fuck um, yeah! They they, did, they got like water. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't anything like sick like Attitude Era sick. It wasn't anything was bad it- at all.
2: Was it hardcore country?
1: It was hardcore country, fucking and it was a, very dude. virtuous.
2: God damn!
1: No, but no, the, that was standing. I, I don't think that was their intent. Although I'm sure they weren't complaining about it, but they just literally happened to be both wearing uh, white shirts at towards the end of it. But hey, again. man,
2: I got half a chub when Terry Funk was in that fucking uh, stallion match where he almost got kicked in the face.
1: I'm sorry, what?
2: <laughs> Who did he wrestle in that match, Matt? In WCW, was that was that was that against Candido? Remember they had the hardcore match in the stable and the horse, oh, horse got K- Terry yeah. Funk?
1: I, I do remember. That was like like late WCW. It, like, it was
2: against Candido, wasn't it? Why because yeah,
1: Candido would wear the funk trunks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's
2: a Terry Funk kind of night on the Shining Wizards.
0: Yeah. It is. Uh also on this Knockout pay-per-view. Uh Rosemary and Havoc defend the tag titles against uh the influence, which is Madison Rain and Taniel Dashwood. And then there will be a monsters ball match. They have yet to announce Whoa. who is taking place, but it will be uh a match to honor Daphne, who along with Taylor Wilde participated in the first woman's monster ball match.
2: I got monster balls. You want to fucking have a yeah, match over cool. here?
0: That's dope. T- yes, please. Let me see your monster balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh they also announced that turning point will air November twentieth. At Sam's Town in Las Vegas for the Impact Plus uh, event for November. So we have that to look forward to.
2: Yay.
0: For Impact Wrestling. Sounds so excited about that, Tony.
2: I am. I'm thrilled. Sam's Town's a fucking great venue for wrestling. Lots of Ring of Honor there, too. Oh, yeah, buddy. Come on, man. I know my shit. Clearly. I know my shit. All
0: right. Where do we go next, guys? I think
2: think Tony made the, the
1: transition
0: for
2: us
1: ring of honor
0: yeah because i actually
1: watched it
2: fucking a kevin holy shit wait the episode from
1: friday is the latest episode right yes so yeah okay. uh, october 1st actually ha- again happy birthday to my brother no relation
2: <laughs> october-, <laughs> yep. october 1st was his birthday
1: oh I get- i know what i said
2: <laughs> happy birthday to my brother no relation that's
1: right it's a, very, it's a very it's a very weird family.
2: Uh, I'm laughing and crying.
1: Well, because you're, you're
2: quiet are like looking
0: <laughs> Tear ducks are busted.
2: Oh, fucking A, dude.
0: Uh, so Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor TV this week was a, a humdinger of an episode. We got oh, yeah. uh, two great matches and a nice segment with the new Ring of Honor Women's Champion, Roxy. Yeah. Sorry. I t- actually turned my mic off so I didn't hawk a loogie into it. Ah, Hawk away. (laughs) Uh, The show opened with the Briscoes taking on Alex Zane and Taylor Rust in some tag team action.
2: So are they a regular team now, Matt? Yeah, the Briscoes have been a team for a while. Mm,
0: Good.
1: That's a a great (laughs) point.
2: (laughs) Sorry, I had to jump on that one. Ah, I've I've had an O for all night. I had to take a swing at that one. (laughs) Tony, you you earned
1: that
0: one. (laughs) That was good. Uh, Kevin, they are not a regular tag team. No.
2: Hey, is Brian Zane still involved at Ring of Honor? The commentary interview guy? Yes. Good for him. You ever watch Wrestling with Regret? No. You should watch it. It's pretty funny. He covers like a lot of old pay-per-views. He does recaps of like current pay-per-views and he's, he's pretty good. He's pretty good.
0: I'll be sure to watch it. Kevin, sorry. That's that's my tag match. What's that? What did you think of the tag match?
1: I mean, it's it's the Briscoes and and uh, I mean I don't really know a whole lot about the uh, about Al- Alex Zane other than what we went through with him on the show and stuff. So, but dude, that Taylor Russ guy, like I know he was in NXT and stuff. Like to me, he's a keeper. Like I don't understand like why you, like like I I, I I know I watched the pay per view right? I watched the the bat the, what was it the battle royal he was in? He ended up winning or something?
0: Or is that Alex Zane that one? That? Alex Zane won the battle royal. He beat Jake Atlas.
1: Yes, okay. So I remember like I didn't see it then, but like I went watching it, like watching it. I watched it at work today, full disclosure. Um and I was like, dude, like this
3: guy's a this
1: guy could be something. I mean, not that he's not something, but like this guy could be something. I was a little like he'll be he's gonna do big things. Now, Matt, let me ask you this. Yes. Was he in Ring of Honor before he was signed
0: to WWE? He was in the Ring of Honor pure tournament last summer and then he got signed to the the, the WWE. And then oh, he right. was in fucking Diamond Mine too. Yeah, that yeah, with, with uh Roderick which, Strong and which, Malcolm Divins. Yeah, to your point, Kevin, doesn't make fucking sense because the dude looks like a million bucks. He can wrestle his balls off. I don't understand why he's not still in NXT and Diamond Mine. Oh NXT two point
1: Diamond mine Diamond Mine won't be your thing much longer either. Oh really? No, I don't know that. I'm just assuming based on the direction that they're going. Like um, why 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 bring attention to actual athletes and wrestlers when you can have a freaking carnival of clowns uh, and garbage? Uh, thank God. I love thank it. thank I love God it. Hit Row got moved. And I like Hit Row. I think Hit Row actually probably could have benefited on NXT, but thank God they're out of there. Thank God Swerve is I mean not I mean SmackDown is the better of the two evils, I guess you can say. But thank God they're there, and they're going to be an entertaining act up on on SmackDown. Anyway,
0: I digress. My I mean, love, dude. You know Kevin what? Kevin getting angry was so good. But it's, it's good, so you know good. what, Kev? Because I watched fucking NXT uh, today. I think I did too, but I don't remember anything about it. The show kicked off with the Hit Row doing like this weird rundown. I don't know what that is. The Hit Row, dude. They did a rundown of what you're going to see tonight.
1: Oh, so oh, so they set the. I So I did. Def- I definitely did not see this. I would have remembered this. Oh yeah, they open. I thought it was really fucking cheesy. All right, so there's two different schools of thought. I think on hit row, it's the, it, and it depends on how they're presented. They're, either you take them really seriously because they're no nonsense, awesome, like don't f with us sort of guys, or they could be what NXT 2.0 is. And this is why I'm saying, thank God they're off of there now. Is is what you're presenting to me right now? is the cheesiness of it.
0: Yeah. See, and I haven't watched NXT in in a while. So, uh, I had some time this afternoon. I had caught up on MLW ring of honor. I said, I got to, I'm going to fold my laundry. I'm going to watch NXT and they kick it off with this. And look, Swerve is, is great. He's super talented. I just don't understand. I hated this. And again, I don't watch NXT, so I don't know if this is a regular occurrence. I thought this was like super fucking cheese, dick all four of them in the ring running down the card Um swerve yeah. is the North American champion, but he's not putting his title on the line tonight. And this all led to a no DQ match with Electra Lopez against D B fab.
1: Yeah. B fab. Yeah. Who I like, by the way. And I like, I like, I think Alexa Lopez is great too, by the way. Uh
0: And it, look, it was a fine. It was a fine match. It was, it was, it was pretty wild. You know, these, these women went out there and busted their asses. Um, I just, I don't know, man. Then they went into like some cheat. It was like a f- watching like fucking wrestling challenge. The fucking Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae spying on.
1: Yeah. What do they that, call
0: it? Indie Dex, Dexty indie? I don't know. I
1: I, I saw like they were on like their honeymoon and, and they had the like, binoculars out watching from the balcony and they were in the ocean. Just like, yeah, it was,
0: it, it's, it's, it's not what you want. Now there's things that work and there's things like Joe Gacy cut a promo. I fucking loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I love the character. He's a bright spot to be honest with you. And I'm not just saying that he's a,
1: he's a bright spot because he's, he's the one thing on that show that to me comes across. And I'm sure there's going to be others that'll be brought up when you do the, do the coverage. He's to me, that character feels the most authentic. Like I know he's playing a character, right? I know that, but it, it comes like he presents it. Well, like, he's just like, like, dude, like, what's your deal? Like, who are you? Like, I don't, he presents the mysterious vibe of like, you don't really know what I'm about yet. And at some point we we will find out
0: um, what his motives are. And I think that's incredible. Uh, and you could tell that they're going through a transition page. Is Zion Quinn beat only Lorkin?
1: Zion Quinn is the guy with uh, uh, Casanova.
0: No, that's uh Trick Williams. Oh, we saw nothing. Zion Quinn is like a like a Samoan dude. I got nothing. I don't know. Never heard of him before. There's Grayson Waller, they showed a vignette of him. He's a risk taker in his first singles match for the NXT Champion uh NXT Cruiserweight Championship. I've no idea who this guy is. Yeah, I didn't see the show. I guess. Uh, MSK was in the ring. They get interrupted by the Grizzled Young Vets, who then get interrupted by Carmelo Hayes, who is Killer Casanova and Trick Williams. Yeah. and Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen interrupt. Their attack team. They cut Josh Briggs' hair. This is all like foreign to me. Yeah. And 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 this is what makes me nervous about NXT 2.0. Like,
1: like what do you do? Like Grizzled Young Vets don't fit the mold. Briggs and his partner don't necessarily fit the mold. Only Lorcan doesn't fit the mold of where they're going. So it's just like, unless they redevelop them and make them like Papa Shango or something, like it's not, like, it's not going to work for some of these guys. Like, like I, when Samoa Joe comes back, is he going to fit in the in NXC
0: 2.0? That's a great question, Kevin. Very good question. Um, The NXC women's champions, Successfully defend against Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane. Uh, Those are the uh,
1: the Priscilla Kelly group, right?
0: Yeah, Toxic Attraction. Yeah. Uh, Braun Breaker calls out uh, Tommaso Champa. Uh,
1: All right, so I'm kind of lessening my hatred for Braun Breaker. I hate the name, but you like you could tell when someone's going to be like a pretty big guy. And he's going to be a big, he's going to be, he's going to be something like you just kind of,
0: I don't think anyone has a problem with him. I just think people hate the fucking name. Yeah.
1: So maybe they can switch it up at some point where like at some point he just has enough is enough and does like a, a gold Dustin Rhodes seven type promo. Like this is what you stuck me with. And now I'm going to be freaking Dustin Rhodes and then have a U.S. title run and. Run WCW into the ground,
2: or he could he could do a uh, a John Tenta and go. I'm not a breaker. I'm a man. That's right. <laughs> I'm not a shark. I'm not an avalanche. I'm a man. My name is John Tenta, uh, and Big Baba Rogers. This
1: promo is terrible and does nothing for our feud.
2: You know, he called his balls tentacles.
1: That's right. Nice. <laughs> he had, he had uh, a pet. He had an octopus and named
0: him tentacles. Uh, a couple more things from NXT and then we'll jump back into Ring of Honor. Boa, don't know who that is. Defeated Andre Chase.
1: Oh, Boa? Boa's the uh, the man from uh believe he's the first Chinese signee in WWE history, I believe.
2: Oh, I thought he was like from like the uh from the mountains of uh Georgia. No, Boa. I think he's
1: I think he's like the 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 guy that's in that whole weird like Spiritual, like kind of like Rosemary on Impact.
3: Oh, oh not Rosemary,
1: you- um, Sue Young. It's kind of like equivalent to that sort of thing on, on on, NXT. There's like some weird higher power guy, and then there's all sorts of weird shit.
3: Huh.
0: Yeah, uh, right. Roddy, Roddy Strong was successful against Grayson Waller. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was the best match of the show. Uh, lashing out with last lash legend. I don't know. I turned what it off. That is,
1: yeah, I turned it off.
0: Uh, Kyle O'Reilly defeated Ridge Holland. And Raquel Gonzalez defeated Frankie Monette. And it looks like uh Mandy Rose will be the next contender for the NXT Women's Championship because her and her toxic attack attraction group beat down uh Raquel Gonzalez to end the show. Mandy Ziegler. Is she with the Dolphs No, no, uh, but
1: she she died hair. Ziegler had that weird phase when like he came out with like short hair. And it was like brown, and everyone knew him as like the Mr. Perfect bleach blonde curly hair guy. That's how I felt about Mandy Rose when she came out with like legit brunette style. Like it's it's like Dolph Stigler all over again. The and Ziegles. it didn't work.
0: Yeah. Um, so that was NXT. I was I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it again this week if I have time. I'm just it's a weird transition phrase transitional f- phase. phase. Why was that so hard for me to say? Yeah it's
1: so I'm not the kind of guy that like like shits on something that's different like I'll give it time right and it's Tuesday night like what else am I watching on Tuesday night baseball's pretty much other than the playoffs like that's not on um you know hockey I'm not gonna get because Comcast dropped to MSG networks so if it's two oh yeah,
2: did they like, really
1: yeah they're in holy a big, fuck they're in a big dispute xfinity dropped msg msg plus oh that but
2: way. that shit will end it may take a couple of months but it'll, yeah the- but it won't
1: end because of the devils it'll end because of the knicks like the knicks are like the and the rangers are the money grabs but anyway that sucks, that's not the man. Point. so yeah. it's, it's tuesday night i'll watch it like I'll, I'll at least have it on as background noise you know
2: that yeah. sucks man msg has been a staple of fucking comcast forever that's how i fucking watched DCW, you know Fuck, yeah. man. Fuck, uh, man.
0: Fuck, man. Back to Ring of Honor. The Briscoe successful over Alex Zane and uh, Taylor Rust. I enjoyed this uh, match very much. What did you think of the segment with uh, Roxy, Kevin?
1: W- weren't there two? There was one, the in-ring one with, with uh, the allure. And then didn't she get beat up by somebody else like, in uh, the back? Yeah. I don't know who that person was, though.
0: That was uh, Miranda Alizé. What's her deal? She was the she made it to the finals against Roxy, and she lost at Death Before Dishonor.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah so it. Roxy,
0: uh, Tony, to bring you in the loop, she cut a promo. She said she's a fighting champion. Uh, the C in Roxy used to stand for courage, now it stands for champion.
2: Nice. And She
0: said she'll defi- defend the title anytime, anywhere. The allure comes out. Angelina Love tells her uh, she knows what the C in her name stands for, but she can't say it on TV.
2: Oh,
0: great line. Uh, and then out comes Miranda Alizé. Out comes Trisha Dora. Out comes Willow Nightingale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, Maria yeah. Canelo Bennett came out and said uh, you, there will be two three way matches. Uh, and the winner of those matches will face before uh, the winner of those matches will face off. And the winner of that will face Roxy at final battle for the. Uh, oh, and Allison K came out too. I forgot Allison yes. K. Tony, how do you feel about that?
2: I fucking hate the allure. That's all I fucking can't stand. Let give oh. all these women a chance to shine. Trisha, oh. Trisha, Dora, Allison K, all fucking Miranda Alize, but fuck allure.
1: I was going with the whole another uh, tournament type dealy.
2: Oh fuck me, running. <laughs> God, Kev, you snuck that one in on me.
1: Wow, I mean, it was Matt. Matt I think dropped it a little bit earlier. I think.
2: Fucking, yeah. what is this October madness now? Is yeah, we got to create
0: content, buddy. Yeah, Trisha Dora recently signed with Ring of Honor too, so they are stacking up that women's division over there. Does she
2: does she carry around her her African championship or?
0: She does not have the Pan African Championship on Ring of Honor TV, but it is mentioned in all the press releases, and they do mention it every time she comes out.
1: Gotcha. I'm a big fan of hers, and I actually predicted her to 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 win the the tournament if I'm early
0: on before we did the actual picks. Like I think on. it's
2: good. I think it's good that Roxy won, give her give her a little bit of a shine, you know, thrust her out into the spotlight. She's she's talented. Now, Matt, was there any development with her and Shane
1: and Shane Taylor promotions?
0: They they mentioned it on uh on commentary about Shane give you know picking her up when she was down, but uh I haven't seen anything further, but I'm sure that'll be a story going forward. Yeah, I hope. Nice. God, I hope. STP. That's right. And the dogs to find her
1: got time, time to wait for tomorrow. Shane Taylor promotions.
2: Wouldn't it be funny if Bob Holly came out and fucking led that group? STP. Thurman Sparky Plug. Come on. Sparky Thurman Plug. Yes. He's going to teach him how to drive a car.
1: Oh, man, Santella, let me tell you something about this, this this NASCAR stuff here, Santella. You don't know nothing about this NASCAR stuff, so you call yourself STP. I'm the OG of STP. And when the dogs find her, got time, time, Bob Holly, you so suck, find her, Santella. You, ever hear,
2: you ever hear Bruce Pritchard talking about Bob Holly wanting to be booked as the champ? And he's like, well, what are we going to do? He's like, I'll just beat everybody. Yeah, I'll win all the belts.
0: <laughs> Bob Holly, ladies and gentlemen.
2: A fucking legend. Uh, so if you had to pick fan. one
1: STP, what would you go with? Stone Temple Pilots, STP, like the gas or the oil, whatever it is, or... Wait, is that all three of them? Wait, what? There's, there's three STPs. Stone Temple Pilots, STP, the racing, and Shane Taylor Promotions. What's your favorite STP?
2: Thurman Sparky Plug. You got a Sparky Thurman Plug. Yeah, but he's not STP. He's, he's STP. That's where it came from. That's why he was a race car driver, the STP.
1: But his, initial, his initials don't equal
2: STP. Yeah. Spark, sparky Thurman
1: plug. No, it's Thurman Sparky plug. So it's TS. He, he
2: was a race car driver. It was kind of a alliteration, automatopoeia, mix and match. whatever. It had
1: nothing to do with STP.
2: Sure, it did. He was a race car driver.
1: I, I guarantee you. The STP had nothing to do with
2: it. Oh, like pig and hog had nothing to do with the fucking Godwins. Come on, dude.
1: If that was the case, yeah, but it doesn't make sense because it doesn't match. If that was the case, they would have called them Scott Thurman Parker or something like that. STP. It wasn't STP. It was TSP. You know what I'm
3: saying? You
1: know me. You down know with STP? Yeah, you. His know initial
2: we... gimmick was that of a NASCAR driver turned wrestler called Thurman Sparky Plug, which was quietly changed to Bob Spark Plug Holly. Yeah.
1: And where does it say anything about STP being in? Well, oh,
2: that's, but that's the initials. Come on, dude. But they're not in order. Do they have to be? Yes.
0: To make oh. your point, they do. Do they Do they have to be really, Tony? Yeah. Yes, they have to be. It's not STP if it's not. Oh,
2: shut your hole, both ears. <laughs> and, let the, if NXT, let the old man have his day. Come on. Yes, Tony S T P. We get it. Let's move along. Come on.
0: I would not. Uh, <laughs>
2: the, main Ring, the
0: main event of Ring of Honor was Violence Unlimited taking on any four uh wrestlers who want to wrestle them. So Dan wait Housen wait wait. wait
2: got, let me guess. It was Dan Housen, yes, uh the fabulous it. CB, um Eli Isom, and maybe LSG. No, no,
1: no, no. You are very wrong. You are very, very wrong. It was it was Dan Housen, it was PCO Housen. It was, oh, yes, the Sledgehausen. And it was, oh, no, it's one it's one luchador, who Hausen, who I don't remember his name. Was it, was but it... I know he's a very nice man, but he's very dangerous, too, because he, that's why we picked him, because he chose violence in this match.
2: Was the luchador Flaming Flamito, whatever his name is? No,
1: Demon something. Yeah, Demonic
2: Flamito.
0: Demonic Flamito, yes.
1: Ah, there yes. you go. Yes, Dan Housen knows this man very well.
0: It's not also... a bad
2: team, actually. No, it's Dan not Housen, a bad team at all. Dan
0: Housen also calls Sledge Steve. Ah, yes, that's Steve. That's my good friend Steve. He's on Blue's Clues. Uh, This was super entertaining, and at one point, uh, PCO malfunctioned during the match. Ah, yes.
2: Oh, what the fuck,
0: man? Facebook is really...
2: No, you know what the problem was? We weren't getting Facebook, and now all of a sudden, everything from Facebook, from YouTube, everything just flooded our chat once. Oh, my God. I saw that. Oh, uh, this yeah, i mean as we all know facebook was all kinds of fucked up today and it was throwing right, everything else off so right. now everything seems to be working hi everybody welcome ah. to the chat welcome to the shining wizard's house yes right. oh, uh, hello everyone welcome to the chat no.
0: so anyway p in the middle of the match pco malfunctions and he thinks he's teaming with brody king again oh no so brody king just fucking gets that he's like he malfunctions. He gets out of the ring. He's like, Brody, tag me in. So Brody King fucking tags him in, and he drops out. PCO beats up Steve, and he beats up uh, Demonic Flamita uh, before Dan Housen shakes him back into, uh, into PCO form. It was very entertaining. It was fun. It was a fun match. And Tony Deppen got to showcase his awesome skills. And uh, Dan Housen got to do a little bit of wrestling, which I don't think people are familiar with, uh, the fact that the kid knows how to wrestle. Uh, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun episode. Yes, I am very good at the grapples. That's right. <laughs> very, very good at the grapples. Yes, that's right. I do it very much in
1: Ring of Honor, in honor of wrestlinghausen. That's right. How's that? Is that a pretty good? Is that good or bad?
2: I think Danhausen's going to become one of those like impressions, like Jim Cornette or like Terry Funk, like one that everybody can do because that's a pretty good Danhausen.
1: All right, try it then, Tony. If you're
2: oh. <laughs> now, I'm fucking now. Ah yes, Tony.
1: See, it's not that easy, Housing,
2: is it? No, the, the problem is now I have like Adam Sandler stuck in my head, so I'm going like, "Hoo hoo, very nice." Oh, yes, the Adam Sandler is.
1: You see, I uh, he's very good in the, in the films of uh, of Madison Housing. That's right. Oh,
3: uh,
0: Kerry Cowling says Tony very old, very evil.
2: Yeah, Tony is very old and very Ah evil. yes, Tony. Kevin Tony's it.
1: also very he's tired. Who, can, can you guys tell the me the who trade? this? Tell me who this is? Who? Who's Lawrence Welk?
2: Singer, wasn't he? Ah yes, Welkhausen. I should know this. I'm an old man. Lawrence Welk, American musician, accordionist, band leader, and television impresario. There you go. Ah, the Lawrence a- Welk show. Ah,
1: the
0: accordion, yes.
2: Yes. So he was a musician, but he was also a host. He's
0: been All right. dead for fucking ever.
2: Yes, he has been. <laughs> Carrie Cowling may be as old as I am.
0: It, well, well, well
2: no, I'm dead. He missed Ryan Housing. Oh, soon I'm going to be Deadhausen. I'm getting very old, very old, very uh, crazy. Ah, uh, yes, like Deadhausen.
1: Yes, he likes to. Go oh, out. you see,
2: you understand. This is a good impression. To get Matt,
1: that. let's see. Matt, Matt, let's hear yours. Oh God, I don't have one. Ah, mm. come on, Matt. Put your mind to it. You could do it,
2: Matt. You could do anything you want in this world. Just make sure you do it, Matthausen way. Hmm.
1: This mm. is re- real weird, uh, Matt. Why is it weird? It
2: shouldn't be strange. You should be able to do this. It's very. Don't funny. be shy. Housen.
1: Maybe next week we can have Denhausen on the show to grade our impersonations of him. Everybody
2: can do it. Why can't you? Everybody's got a chance.
1: No, Tony's yours is terrible.
2: No, mine's actually very good, Ken. You're the one who's terrible.
1: You might be right. I don't know. I'm very biased. You know why?
2: Because PCO is my friend. He's not your friend. He's my friend. That's why. Uh,
1: that's caring. pretty good. All right, you're getting better.
2: I'm Tony Housen. You just got to speak Housen. lower and do a little bit of a lisp. It's almost like <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Hello, <I'm sorry. laughs>
0: Oh, God. Uh, well,
2: is Denhausen German? Does he put on Liederhausen? No, he's fucking Canadian. <laughs> <again.
0: laughs> you got Kevin. You got him. You got of course,
2: him I did. I, I had to build up to it. I was fucking bombing in the beginning of the show. Now I'm on fire. And after the commercial break, it's all downhill again.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, one, one little, one more piece of uh, information about Ring of Honor before we go into our commercial break. Uh, Jonathan Gresham announced today that he is leaving the Pure division and he is entering the world title division.
2: Oh snap.
0: Uh and he said that they still need numbers for the for the uh um foundation and he said I am the foundation and then Josh Woods stood up and he said I am the foundation and shook his hand. So I think Josh Woods has joined the foundation.
2: Kind of sounds that way to me. Yeah, I
1: like yeah, it. Cool. And I like Very that good. Gresham is <laughs> No, that not... you have to stop doing it at some point. <laughs> No, Damn! Yeah.
2: Motherfucking impressions of Gr- fucking dead housing. Oh ah, yeah. shit!
1: Ah, Jim Cornette. Motherfucker. I don't, like I don't like you. You don't like my face paint. I don't like you. at all. I don't
2: like know. you, you fucking piece of shit.
1: Ah, I think I think Jonathan Gresham is a future Ring of Honor world champion. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that's all. That's all right. So yeah, I I like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think Kevin was waiting for Jim Cornette to fucking rebut him and. Yo, we won. should do a
1: vol. We should do a volley between Danhausen, Jim Cornette, and Paul Heyman.
2: Only if Matt could do Paul Heyman.
1: No, no, Matt could do. You have to do Heyman. Matt has to do Cornette, which is the easiest one to do, I think. And I'll do Danhausen. But no, we don't have to do it now. We got to work on it. Maybe oh, definitely a, not now. Maybe a maybe a Christmas read. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Twas <laughs> yeah, the she- night before Christmas.
1: Ah, yeah, yes, yeah, and I'll do the house. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Don't leave out my fucking cookies for the fucking fat fuck. He's
1: gonna Ah, eat but, he needs, but he needs to eat. He's Santa Claus. He needs to eat this. Yes, yes.
0: it be better than to milk a milk of fucking
2: Red Bull, you fat shit. <laughs> All right, I'll do Tony's part. Oh, I'll need to volley, sir. Stop stealing my character. Well, you wouldn't get in the game, man. I was laughing. Matt made a funny. Can I not enjoy my friend's volley? Oh, allow me to volley. Okay, volley. Oh, can we volley the commercials? I need a fucking piss break. The goddamn reindeer with a fucking red nose. Don't steal his fucking gimmick, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yes. Kev, instead of stealing gimmicks, what, what do we always do about this? Time?
1: Back after this.
2: We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to amazon.shiningwizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards.
4: So grab a lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pits. You're recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting
1: from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast, live every week on RantEMradio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher,
4: TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnBubbleThrowbacks.com.
2: Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you?
0: Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news?
2: Tired of trying
0: to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your hosts of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitterjack deplatform us. And as always, we're
1: proud members of the Shining Wizards Network.
2: Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say?
0: and calvin
2: brody also available on all major podcast platforms via the shining wizards network and join in the conversation on twitter at (laughs) midnight jury
3: What's up, wrestling fans? You want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network, where three Canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode, we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd, unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada, hey?
0: Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before.
3: You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs because we believe this is the last
2: AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10:15 p.m. on rantamradio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us.
3: Join the Mark Order Podcast.
2: Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash Pod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the Mark Order because if you don't find us, we will find
1: you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas and
2: what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah right, the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. We shared a room.
0: Shared a room. I right. thought I knew your face. Yeah, we stuff, go yeah. way back, mate. Yeah. yeah.
1: We should do a podcast then. We have. We do we do a podcast. We do a
0: podcast. What's the book? The Broadcast.
1: Yeah, that was planned. Yeah. No,
0: yeah
1: well. What do we do? You spell it with a K. so Matt. Take it easy.
0: All right. We are back, and we're gonna take this time to thank those that support us over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. Yes. You can support the Shining Wizards for as little as one dollar a month uh over at our Patreon. And we are going to uh spruce up our Patreon. Uh, where anyone at the $5 tier will now have their social media handles uh, scrolled across the bottom of our broadcast every week, uh, usually when we have a guest on, uh, so we can get you some extra followers and stuff. Uh, that's Kevin. Uh, no. So let's thank those that support us over at our Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. My apologies. I'm a little under the weather, so my brain is not functioning as well as it usually does. I'm still stumbling and bumbling over my words, but so is life. Um, Kathy Homer, the queen of the Shining Wizards. Manny Crazzo, the king of the Shining Wizards. Danny and Anthony Russinello, the AOP of the SWP. Uh, Sean Toe, Sean Calejo. uh, Ryan Schlong from the Mark Order Podcast. Brett Simonello.
2: What do you hear? What do you say?
0: uh, Catherine Hensler from OnDeckIC.com. The Mark Order Podcast. Fightful sour grabs uh kate does it all she's a woman who wears many hats uh and she is thankfully feeling better so that's good uh matt grifo clearly if you listened earlier in the show you know he's no relationship to the kjg no nah, happy birthday
1: him. matt i love him though uh
0: matt mellinger christine friesendorf uh mark Parloni. happy birthday mark uh kenny Hossey, the scotch drink more uh, Jay Cop, Big Cop of Pump from the Turnbuckle Throwbacks, the only reason to listen to that sack of shit show. Uh, uh-huh. Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock. Uh, Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch. Uh, Braden Bergen, the LeBron James of Mattel Elite Figure Collecting. Uh, Kerry Cowling, Brendan Haney. And last but certainly not least, Mr. William Mercier Jr.
1: Lives are going to be. In William Mercier's hands, you know what I mean.
0: Oh, I'm aware of what you mean, there, Kevin. Hey. Uh, Tony, are you the one fucking
2: with the screen, or is that no, Kevin? Me. That was me. I wanted, that was- I wanted,
1: I want I wanted you to be on the the full for the reads.
2: I know. Yeah. I was curious. It's fun. That was it's a good fun. idea. But Matt, did I also remind you that I have a friend? His name is Antonio Hosserman.
0: Oh my God! His he makes experimental music at HarvestmanRecords.bandcamp.com.
2: Oh, so you've heard of him? He's quite talented. Make sure you check him out.
0: Again, I'm a little under the weather. So it's okay.
2: I'm 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 just cleaning up for you, buddy. You're doing good, you're doing fine.
0: Thank you for cleaning (laughs) up for me.
2: Hey Matt, can we uh can we tell the folks about what we have in store for our 10th anniversary celebration? New merchandise. You
0: You could tell them, T Donks.
2: New merchandise. We got brand new. Can we pop that logo up? The we'll be right back logo, just to show them what's gonna look like. Do we have that? Because that's that's what's gonna be on the shirts. You can order now your very own shining wizards. 10 year anniversary shirt looks just like the graphic right there. We're not returning after these messages because we are here and we are live. But if you want a shirt like that, we got sizes medium through 3XL. 20 bucks shipped in the USA. If you're out of the country, maybe we can make a deal. If you're really interested in getting a shirt, we can get it out to you. But 20 bucks shipped in the US, PayPal over to wizardspodcast at gmail.com. Give us your address, give us your size. We will get you a shirt out in the mail as soon as they come in. They should be in in about two weeks. We'll get them right out to you so you can celebrate 10 years along with your boys at the Shining Wizards. Yes. Oh, yeah. Woohoo. That's all I got. All I got.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the total no pop for Tony.
2: <laughs> I'm used to it. I told you, come back from commercial. I'm fucking back to square one again.
0: Hey, you got to start somewhere, right?
2: We still have pins, too, by the way. Same deal. What are we getting for pins? 12 bucks?
0: Yes, twelve dollars shipped limited edition shining wizards pins. Uh we ordered fifty of them. We're down to like twenty. Um yeah. so you can I, hit us up on Twitter, uh, at with podcast.
1: I, I want to let people know these will never be made again. This is it. Nope. Like once these are done, that's it. So get them. 12 bucks, help support us. It's a win-win. And it's a pin pin. So you get you get you know a, a one of a fifty oh. item that you'll Never ever have the opportunity to get again, and I think we have over fifty fans. I think, right, Matt? Possibly. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So please get on that. Help us out and uh, order a pin. They're cool, man. Just put on your little pin board. Put it on a hat. Put it on a you know a jacket, denim vest, if you will, denim tuxedo, if you're Canadian. Put it uh, on everything.
2: Now, now, Matt. Since we're talking about collecting things, are you familiar with Premium Collectible Studios? They're not a sponsor, but I got to ask you this question. Because something came up while we were in commercial break. They are doing a quarter scale model sculpture of the Hulkster.
0: You know what? I saw that.
2: This looks really fucking cool. Like I'm not I'm not a collector of like the little statuettes like you like you are. But man, this thing looks amazing. If this is the way it's going to look, I I if you're a Hulkamaniac, you'd want this in your collection, at least I would
0: it, think. It is an expensive piece, I'll tell you that, Tony. Oh, how
2: much they want for this fucking thing?
0: Uh, I want to say $700.
2: So what? Yo, if you're a Hulkamaniac and you have $700, keep your money. Holy shit, dude.
0: Uh that that website has a couple. Uh I think there's an Austin one. I think there's a rock one.
2: Yeah, it's twenty four and a half inches tall. So this is a big fucking statue, dude. Probably
0: the same size as my macho man one.
2: Well, there's a there's an wait, ultimate wait, wait, warrior wait, wait, wait. one as
0: well. Twenty-four and a half inches tall is two feet, correct? a little more than two feet, but yes. Well of course, because the half, obviously, but
1: that's a big that's gotta be bigger than your macho man, right, Matt?
0: Yeah, that, no. That Macho Man is pretty fucking big out there. No, that's that's
2: not not two, man's that Macho is not two feet tall. That's Come not on, two dude.
0: feet, right? I mean, it's out. It's out on the office landing. I can measure the whole thing if you really need me to.
1: Let's do it. But hands off the merchandise.
2: <laughs> Let's do it. Holy I'm totally shit! Getting
1: that shirt. Thank you, Braden. Go get it, baby.
2: It's uh, six hundred and fifty dollars right there. You can see it. Holy shit, dude! That'd be like having like.
1: Like a Hulk Hogan. Like, remember when they did like the mini Macho Man? Like, like the like the, the little person Macho Man? that would be having like a live like <laughs> like, like little person Hulk Hogan at your house.
0: Uh, th- the Macho Man is eighteen inches tall.
2: Uh, that's what All she right. said.
1: Wow, <laughs> oh, no one's calling you. No one's calling you Macho Man, Tony. Let's be honest. Damn.
2: They call me Super Macho Man.
1: Oh, yeah. Dig it out. of yeah.
0: mm-hmm. Cream All rises
1: right. to the top. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> fucking A, dude. So it is October 4th. You uh, know what and, that means. And you know what that means.
2: Oh, 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 boy, do I ever. I don't. Oh, boy.
0: Kevin, it is Kev... fucking brand supremacy time, baby.
2: Time to shake things up. I wanted you to do
0: like night. a John Morrison pose all the time.
2: Ring, ring, ring,
1: ring, ring. Now listen, this ain't no make believe. It's time for brand supremacy. Uh
0: the WWE draft took place Friday. It started Friday night. It's probably taking place right now on Monday Night Raw.
2: Oh boy, is it.
0: Um Yo, I I watched this.
1: This shit makes no sense. It's a draft, bro. What do you think? No, but it's not, though. It's not a draft. They should have gone back to and just call it the lottery. And just whoever you get, you get. Because no one's picking some of these people over other people. And now I've also heard that there's two different pools, draft pools, which is also freaking stupid. Freaking degenerate losers. Like, they made it two separate draft pools, I guess. I don't know. Maybe someone in the chat can... uh, can can assist me with that but like Brock Lesnar wasn't taken like and people getting jacked to their same brand I get it you're you're back into the open so you want to keep a certain performer on your brand I get that that part's like the least of it but the fact of who's getting selected like they select this the like Fox and USA think that no offense to you know Reggie the 24-7 champion he's on a show and Brock Lesnar's not like, come on!
2: So, so are they splitting it up because they want to do like a tier one and a uh, and a tier two level oh, of like God, like you. You wrestlers? Just, you, just, you just you just popped yourself a little bit, but I'm I'm trying to no sell it, <laughs> but it's too good. But like, is, but is it a situation where it's like 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 the big names are in one block and then like there's lesser guys in another block? Is that no? Because, it? because I think there were big names that weren't selected. It's so weird. It's really so weird.
1: And again I I watched it but I didn't get the uh like the ground rules of I didn't know about the 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 two different pools until like later 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 on. So I'm like like they selected like all right so I know this respect to um I guess like let's just take RK bro for example. Like they were selected by their their own brand like maybe with like the fourth pick. And I get it, it to me all right so that's this might be a bad example just cuz of Randy Orton Clout and 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 Riddle's rising star power, but there were other like teams that like were picked. I'm like, how are they? If you're trying to get the best for your brand, how are these people being picked before other people? Which again, I have no problem with it if it's a lottery and it's random. These are designated selected picks by whoever, whether it's you know I don't even know if they have GMs anymore. Do they even have GMs?
2: Isn't isn't Adam Pierce and and yeah. and, and, and Sonia, Deville. Sonia but Deville. But they're yes. but they're both for raw, aren't they? Like I remember somebody else was talking about it. Like there's really nobody in charge of SmackDown, right?
1: I think Sonia Deville, or they're in charge of both, and it's just they're just re- they're just reading the picks based on who the networks want.
2: Oh oh, so the networks so the networks the are picks. making the picks, I think, or at least
1: that's how they portray it. And I know Kate, I think, probably watched because she did the post uh, the post uh, SmackDown and Rampage show, I think. I may have made weeks confused. And I know Kate's in the chat, so maybe she can help us out with that. Um, but it was just like, dude, it's like, it's It's just so – oh, and they, they brought – all right, so hear, hear me out on this. This was my biggest pet peeve from the whole thing. So you just had the Hurt Business kind of reunite last week while we were doing this podcast, right, Tony? Do you remember that?
2: uh what i'm sorry all
1: right so god thanks uh (laughs) the hurt business just kind of reunited reunited
2: yes okay
1: all right and so and biggie was just brought over to smackdown or to raw and so the new day reunited and so now this draft took the new day kofi kingston and xavier woods over to smackdown so any hope we may have had of and again I think the technicality here is that it doesn't start it doesn't really it's not considered active for another like 3 weeks. So they can still wrestle on the brand that they were on. Oh. for to like October, like maybe to Halloween or something like that. But October so
0: you, October 22nd, Kevin. Okay, there you go. Beautiful.
1: But they essentially ripped any potential of of um of us getting like a real solid like lengthy New Day, Hurt Business feud. Unless, of course, tonight, everyone from the Hurt Business and Bobby Lashley, and I mean, and Big E gets put back on SmackDown. So it's just like, it's it's disappointing because I I really wanted to see Hurt Business and and New Day, and I really wanted to see. Uh, I mean, the Usos are still there. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, and there's like so like the the top three stables all have three members in it new day her business and uh the bloodline and i just want to see them all like in a three-way like freaking war games match like like war games 98
2: are the usos still the smackdown tag champs yes and rk bro are the raw tag champs correct okay so let me just take you through who's been drafted so far
1: you have the you have the, you have the list the I list. have it in front of me. Oh, it on me. I'm just
2: gonna I'm just gonna give you the rounds for Raw and then SmackDown. So in round one, Raw drafted Big E and Bianca Belair. Round two was RK Bro and Edge. Round three is Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash uh and Keith Lee. And round round four was Ray and Dominic Mysterio and Austin Theory. Now on the SmackDown All right. side. All right, wait, so right
1: I'm- there. So right there. Austin Theory. All respectable. And I love Austin. I mean, I don't love Austin, but I, he's been on the show. He's a decent guy. From that's such a random. How does Austin Theory gets picked? Get get picked in that like you know cluster of, of amazing talent.
2: It gets better. It gets better. I get, I would even question Keith Lee just because they've been booking him like garbage up until this point. But...
1: Yeah, but I think everyone knows what Keith Lee is capable of.
2: Sure, but let's look at SmackDown. So round one was Roman Reigns and Charlotte Flair. Round two is Drew McIntyre and New Day, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. All makes round sense. three is Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss and Hit Row. What the fuck is a Madcap Moss and why is he ranked in the third round?
1: You know you know who that is? Who? He was a guy, his Riddick Moss, who was a former 24-7 champion on on Raw and was in NXT. He was, I think his partner was, I want to say it was the guy that's now in uh, AEW, Cesar Bonani, I think. They were tag team partners. Um, okay, but
2: and the hit, the hit row is the guys from NXT.
1: Yeah, hit row is uh, Shane Strickland and the guy uh, and uh, and his stable B Fab and the other two guys. the The one guy is actually a really entertaining guy. He did the treasure hunt show on A and
2: E. So is that a good draft pick then? The hit yeah, row. Yeah,
1: because I think I that's a better draft pick to me than Austin Theory.
2: Okay, and then round four to finish it out was Naomi and Jeff Hardy. Of all the other women available, Naomi. Nah, really? Naomi's a star, man. Like I really think she's a star. I get it, but but what I'm thinking, like stars of the women's division, Naomi's not like one of the first names that pops into my head. You know what I'm saying?
1: Kate, why are who drafted before your women's tag champs? I don't know what she means by that. Oh, uh, hit row, maybe?
0: Yes. Well, why- they- they- why are any of the, Why are any of these people drafted before your champions? Who's this? exactly? That's see that that that's the point.
1: You you would let, you would think that you would want to keep your champions on your show.
2: Yeah, so you kind of left uh, the Usos just out in the ether, like they might get drafted by Raw yet. Why isn't Roman Reigns fighting for them?
0: Well, Kate put something else here too. Um, there we go.
2: Well, I got to finish. I got to finish the rest of the um, the ones that Draft. were drafted after after. Yeah, because because there's again like we said there's
1: a separate pool and at the end of the show like Roman Raids, like kind of like really went after Paul Heyman like like why weren't they drafted to this show like why weren't they why aren't they still here with me okay and and so like that's like almost like almost like a fireable offense from Roman to Paul Heyman
2: so for some reason Raw got a fuck ton of people after Smack and uh Smackdown didn't really get so many so Raw drafted Nia Jax Drake Maverick Reggie Zelina Vega, Akira Tozawa, Alpha Academy, R Truth, John Morrison, Dewdrop, T Bar, Apollo Crews, and Commander Aziz.
1: Yeah, guys, I think we're burying the lead here.
2: What's that? Who? Dewdrop?
1: No, T Bar and T-bar? Malice?
2: T Bar and Malice are no longer a tag team. That's, well, yeah. I mean, well, here, so SmackDown, Aliyah, Tony Storm, Drew Gulak, Mace, and Mustafa Ali and Mansoor.
1: Former guest of the show, T-bar.
2: I didn't realize Mustafa Ali and Mansoor, like I thought they were feuding, but they put them together as a team now. I guess. Gorilla it's Mansoor. That's kind, of, kind of random. Matt, yeah, your thoughts is, on the draft.
0: I have zero thought. I don't understand any of this nonsensical bullshit. Um,
2: <laughs> wait, can I spoil can I spoil um, late on day, us day two? We've already got a few results here. So in round one, Raw drafted Becky Lynch and Bobby Ooh. Lashley. SmackDown drafted The Usos and Sasha Banks. That's interesting. Round two, oh, Raw not, takes... They were both already on SmackDown. Well, I mean, well, all right, yeah, well, okay, yeah. I get your point. Number uh, Round two, Seth Rollins goes to Raw. Damian Priest stays there. And SmackDown keeps King Nakamura and Rick Boogs, but picks up Sheamus. Matt, thoughts on these updates?
0: I, I, I don't have any... There's nothing... There's no thoughts in my brain about any of this.
2: Well, we're gonna get Sheamus and uh, Bobby Lashley now on SmackDown. Listen, okay. listen, Rick,
0: Boogs, baby. This oh, is the, look. With all due respect to the WWE and the WWE fans out there, these are this is literally just names on a paper for me. I know they try and mix it up. I'm excited that they would, you know, bring up the hit row and they bring up an Austin theory. Maybe we get to see these guys a little more. Um,
2: but, but. It's WWE.
0: Your it's not yeah. fucking. Your name's not Goldberg, so it doesn't fucking matter.
2: Okay, yeah. so I, I I do have to ask one question, and I know they did this shit with the tag titles. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair have been flip flopped on brands. What are your thoughts on just fucking handing over championships in this situation?
0: Didn't they do that last year where they just traded tag titles? Yeah, it was no, yeah. 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 It was the new day and... and the new day. Yeah. They All literally right, so,
2: walked across the stage and just handed the belts over to each other.
1: Like so who is like so Barry is the Smackdown Women's Champion
2: and Charlotte Flair And who's the, the Raw, Raw Women's champion. champion? Is it Charlotte? Yes.
1: No. so they, what I what you do is do the whole like Batista Cena thing. Just draft the other one back. See, I see, I don't even know if you can do that. Like when when John Cena was drafted to Raw, Batista went to Smackdown. Granted, very predictable. But it made sense instead of just exchanging belts like, yeah, like the, it's like a the, freaking like, you know, what do they call it? a Christmas white man, a uh, white elephant or whatever it is.
2: Kev, you're absolutely right. However, when that happened, Batista was the world champion and Cena was the WWE champion, which you can get away with now with your WWE and Universal championships. But you can't get away with that when it's called the Raw Women's Champion or the SmackDown Women's Champion. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's
1: the that's handcuff that they put themselves in by just making it that oh,
2: way. Oh, 100%. 100%. No no arguments against that. I don't know why they wouldn't just keep it like, like make, make it like the universal tag belts and the world yeah. tag belts. Like, why not?
1: Yeah, I guess there's really no way around that one. But like you, the intercontinental and the U.S., like you wouldn't just trade that. They would just no, go. No, they,
2: they could just go and that's it.
1: Yeah, but I, I you know what? I kind of don't hate it as much as that now because they're essentially the same championships when you just have a name attached to them like they're the they're the same thing right tony like
2: they are but i don't know it's just it's just weird it's like it's like handing over the keys to the kingdom you know it's like just so strange it's like here you have my castle i'll take your castle but you like know?
1: here's the thing like i get there could be some sort of self pride like i earned this belt i didn't get that belt yep like that's not my belt this is Belt. I want to defend this one, so like, yep. but if you put them at a level playing field, which they clearly are, and that's it's not hyperbole, they are. I mean, let's be honest. Whatever playing field you want to put them at, whether you think they matter or they don't, they're the same championships. Like the tag, like the woman, like the the women's world championship and the men's world championship, Universal and and WWE. They're the same fucking thing. Let's be honest. um So if you wanted to, I guess I'd have a less of a problem with that. But at the end of the day, it's just like like, like we said. Like I earned this one. I, that, that belt means nothing to me. I didn't I didn't I didn't cry with that in my hands when I won it. Like I cried with this one in my hands when I won it. So I
0: don't know. Uh, nitpicking, I guess. Whatever you want to call it. I don't understand why they fucking do this every year. It's literally just to set up for a useless fucking pay per view that used to be one of the best pay per views they ever did. To have an event based around brand supremacy that doesn't mean jack fucking shit. Because half the people are only on the brand for a freaking month. It's a fucking... Look, here's here's what you do. You want to mix things up? Just write fucking interesting TV. You don't need
2: to have a fucking stupid draft. Yeah, you don't need to have tournaments either. <laughs> <laughs> Ding! Not Like,
0: none of this fucking matters.
3: It doesn't. None of it, it matters. It really
0: doesn't. It's fucking dumb. It's How is fucking, fucking Reggie stupid. getting drafted before, like... Ugh.
2: Is this Alexa a- Bliss. Alexa Bliss has not been drafted. Like, how That's does that? The only happen?
0: I think. I think to be fair, only half the roster is available to be drafted. Exactly. There's Friday two different the draft night. pools.
1: There's two different draft pools. 100. So,
0: which again is freaking stupid. Because
1: what the heck's the point? Like, there's no. Look at any other sport that actually has a draft. Like, there's no. There's no draft pool.
0: You can't do the whole draft on Friday on SmackDown. I have no one tune in for fucking Raw tonight and watch the shitty draft. But you can't make it,
1: you can't relegate it to just certain people on the roster. If it's a draft, it's a draft.
0: No, they do that in sports when there's like an expansion draft. There's certain people that are allowed to be free. That's an expansion draft. That's different. That happens once every how long? Four years, five years. There's a fucking fake draft that they shittily write at once a year. Listen, I'm not, I'm not like disapproving
1: of the right to do it. But the only comparable, if you're going to pick one, is not an expansion draft. It's a regular
3: draft.
0: There's nothing comparable to this. This is dog shit. It's so bad. No argument.
2: What's worse, the
0: WWE draft or them going back to Saudi Arabia?
2: Probably the draft.
0: I might have to go with the draft.
2: Probably the draft. At least Saudi Arabia, they're making money. And we got a bunch of women's matches this time in Saudi Arabia.
0: We get, cool. to, we get to pick that in a couple of weeks, the crown jewel.
2: I can't fucking wait. I love picking crown jewel. I love picking crown jewel. I mean, if
1: you want to get in the big picture stuff, going to Saudi Arabia is probably worse. But if you want to stay strictly into wrestling, it's the draft. 100% the draft is
2: worse. They haven't been to Saudi Arabia since 2018, right? It's been a long time. 2019, actually. 2019. So... Yeah, they still owe them like fucking like 16 more shows, don't they? I don't know. Can't wait. Can't wait. I can't wait, dude. I love me a Saudi Arabia show. I fucking love it. I wish, honestly, the one thing I learned from Saudi Arabia, I wish the first five rows of every wrestling event had those fucking lounge chairs that you get all to yourself. Those are fucking amazing looking. I want to okay. be a fucking prince. I'll show up with the fucking, with the gown no. on and the fucking, uh, the Sabu headband just to sit in one of them fucking chairs. Yeah, Those then, look so fucking awesome.
1: Then you'll, then you'll go back to your, to your place and kill torture and, uh,
2: no, no, no no, do, no, no, no. And no. do all the shit to you. See, I'm all about the guard. To so the like, women. <laughs> like Patrice O'Neill said, you got to dress like that just to get through an airport security anyway, because they ain't nothing to check. You just fucking walk through naked underneath and you're good to go. But, dude, that, to fucking, without all, like, the extra shit that goes along with it, to fucking sit there and feel like a fucking prince just watching wrestling, how fucking cool would that be?
0: I'll tell you what. If I had a lounge chair, and I would fall asleep instantly.
2: Nah, like, the three of us sit in front row ringside and three fucking chairs like that? Come on. I sit
0: in that chair downstairs in my living room when I have people over for pay-per-views, and sometimes <laughs> I have to fight to stay awake. That shit so- is company, bro. So, Matt, did you ever,
2: have you been
1: to, like, the movie theaters that have, like, the lounge chair? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Have you oh, fallen yes. asleep?
0: I've been dangerously close. You get some fucking two alcoholic drinks, some food, and then I fucking lean back. Woo, look out, people, bro. I'm getting <laughs> old. sleep at the fucking drop of a hat.
2: Those chairs are so fucking great in the movie theaters. Oh, my God. They should have been doing that for decades. Oh, man, those are the best.
0: Uh, uh Are you? Would you guys be excited for SummerSlam in the UK next year?
2: Eh, yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah, and at this point, I'm pretty checked out on anything that WWE does.
2: You know what? Why not give them a fucking pay per view over there? And shit, if it's on at like eight o'clock there, that means it's going to be on like two in the afternoon here. Fuck it, yeah. Fuck it. I'll take an afternoon pay per view.
0: The crowd will be rabid.
2: Yeah, dude. People are like, why are you going to the UK? Because the UK fans will sell that fucking place out in 2.3 seconds and they're gonna be absolutely fucking nuts over the for the fucking show. 2.3
0: seconds.
2: Absolutely, yeah. dude. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie to you, there's a lot worse things than having a wrestling pay per view on at two o'clock in the afternoon. Remember when remember how they started? WrestleMania's would be on at like three and four Not when they started, but like there were WrestleMania pay-per-views that were at three or four o'clock when they were out on the west coast. That was awesome.
2: WrestleMania Two was on like a fucking Tuesday night,
1: wasn't it?
0: Yeah. So was so was one of the first Summer Slams. Yeah. Oh, all of them were. The
1: I
2: think there was like a Rumble on like a Survivor weird night. Series is were on Thanksgiving for Christ's sakes.
1: That's yeah, a holiday.
2: I know, but still, like five six o'clock in the afternoon on Thanksgiving. How great was that? Was I used awesome. to fucking dude leftovers, a loaf of fucking French bread. You throw all the shit on there: your turkey, your stuffing, your gravy, your cranberry, little mayo on top. You got a fucking sub like this. You're good to go, man. Give me some five on five man action. All right, Binks Tony. Stop repeat, beef? repeat. Fucking A, dude.
1: Repeat that sandwich to me
2: again. What were the ingredients? What'd you have on that? You get a French bread. You throw some turkey on there. You get your stuffing. If you got fucking corn souffle, you throw that shit on there, too. You get your fucking cranberry. You get gravy. A little mustard. A little mayo on top. Bam. That's some good mustard. shit. No, mayo. I, I, I Not mustard. Although mustard, I wouldn't be against. But mayo's got to go with the gravy you and know what i did
1: yesterday price. i put mustard on tuna casserole you know what i'm i'm down with it spicy brown mustard i love it i'll put it in anything
2: spicy brown is good on a lot of things yeah. you can use that for yellow mustard yeah you, you gotta be favorite. careful with that yellow mustard's like for like deviled eggs and shit but like yeah. when you really want to go fancy schmancy you fucking throw that goldens on there yeah. a great coupon i'm down for some great coupon fuck yeah i'm sure you are fucking fancy, eggs. fancy fancy Shit, yeah. Yeah,
1: but yellow mustard. You, I, I, Goldens I put on hot dogs too, but I feel like I you got to go traditional yellow mustard on a hot dog.
2: Yeah, I'll take both. Maybe a, little bologna, a maybe a little bologna sand with uh, some yellow mustard. Yellow yeah. mustard. Yellow mustard, mustard on a bologna sand. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's right.
2: Or a liverwurst. Nice liverwurst sandwich.
1: I'm not opposed to liverwurst, by the way.
2: Liverwurst, I haven't had it in so long, but I am not opposed to it either. No, liverwurst I've had it. My,
1: my dad likes it, and I've gotten it, and I've had it. It's not terrible.
2: You just got to make sure you take the ring off. Some I can't tell if leave. it's like the ring no, or if it's like part of like the
1: plastic from the deli.
2: <laughs> that's that's what it is. Like some people just cut through the plastic. You got to fucking watch that shit.
0: Uh, no. All right, Matt. Matt, he wants to move on. <laughs> no liverwurst. Liverwurst is where I draw the line, boys.
2: We got anything but, else on the WWE? Uh, the, king and
0: the, the king of the ring and the queen's tournaments are set to begin uh, this Friday night on SmackDown. Can't wait. Did uh, I don't know what you guys are doing Sunday. Did any of you watch that thing on Fox after the oh. one o'clock game? Uh, nope. I watch football nope.
1: like a man.
0: Well, they had like a the WWE King of the Ring type deal right after the one o'clock game on Fox. I didn't watch it either. I changed the channel at work, so
1: whatever. Nah, I, I watched the uh, we had on the I think it was like the uh, the Steelers Packers game. That's what I watched. Oh so, no, I did not see it. No, but I think it's 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 on the Peacock now, so you can watch it if you want
2: to. Peacock, Peacock. Oh, I did watch the Seth Rollins thing, the uh, Broken Skull sessions.
1: Oh, it's Stone Cold in his baby blue suit.
2: That baby? No, he was wearing a suit. No, oh.
1: I, I know that the promo picture is them both in weird.
2: Seth oh, Rollins the promo. Suits. I didn't. I didn't see yeah. the promo. I don't
1: know if he wore it for the actual show or not.
2: No, 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 no. It was, uh, it was uh, just him. Yeah, he was, he was this close to being fired because he was like fucking standing up for himself too much. He took advice from Dusty Rhodes, and he said it was a blessing and a curse because Triple H said you got to fall in line. You can't, you can't be like a fucking tough guy. And uh, he told me, he said, make me the first NXT champion, and I'm gonna I'll give me the ball and I'll run with it. And that's what happened. And he said he didn't really find a character until after the Shield was done when he turned on uh, Ambrose and uh, and Roman Reigns. That was when he first actually got to be a character and that was when he really fucking understood character development. Wait, so that point up to that point he was just a part of a, you know, of a group.
1: So Triple H told him not to listen to Dusty Rhodes?
2: No, Triple H told him he's being too much of a wise ass and he's got to start listening, you know, like and 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 doing things the way they need to be done.
1: You know, kind of like toe the
2: company line. Don't don't be a fucking a dick.
1: Don't be a midnight
2: rider. There you go. I got to run to keep from hiding.
0: Um, before our guest joins us, Tony, did you, did you watch any MLW this week?
2: I feel like I did, mm. but I don't remember it at all. I remember the me moment NWA more.
0: All right. Well, I actually watched it this afternoon and you know what? I enjoyed this show. Uh, Aramis and Arez was your opening match Lucha Libre style Uh, Two unknowns for me Very good match I super enjoyed it There was a nice holy shit chant from the crowd Fast pace, good action New characters I was all about it Uh, Alex Kane made his debut as I mentioned earlier With that piece of shit King Mo Uh, And he beat uh, Bud Heavy Bud Heavy was over as a motherfucker Right, if you don't know who butt Heavy is, look up Bud Heavy. My man, Bud Heavy. Um They did right. mention that uh Alex Kane would be an alternative in the opera cup if someone got hurt.
2: Uh oh, that means somebody's getting hurt. Now can you go back to that Bud Heavy thing?
0: Yeah, what about it? What is it? Who is what is that?
2: He's like a weed guy?
0: He's a guy. He's big, big Bud Heavy. Okay, oh, so it's
2: like butt heavy?
0: No, Bud B U D D.
2: Yeah, okay. but oh like marijuana heavy
0: no like yeah. bud from fucking uh married with children
2: bud fucking <laughs> <laughs> holy shit
0: um Alicia toot talked to EJ and Duca okay uh Conan and LAX cut a passionate promo um we got the Bobby Fish debut little thing and then our guest tonight Hammerstone defeated uh fucking Daisy Dukes I know That's a hell of a
2: win going into his title match this Thursday.
0: Huge win. But earlier in the night, there was some nonsense with Contra, and then post-match in the back, Contra attacked Hammerstone.
2: Of course they did, because they're assholes.
0: Bunch of sons of bitches.
2: Well, I think that's about it for me. I'm going to be going away.
0: T-Doc's punching out before the hammer.
2: I know. I'm fucking tired. I can't. I can't. I mean, give him my love.
0: You can't tough it out. You don't have another fifteen minutes in you. No,
2: fifteen minutes.
0: The meat castle.
2: No, I can't. The meat castle. I know. It's
0: the national open weight champion.
2: I know, and I can't wait. I'm going to be watching that match on Thursday on fight fight TV. It's on. Yeah. yeah it,
0: vice. Oh, vice vice TV. vice.
2: That was it. Fucking fight fight right vice.
0: After, yes, right after your dark side of the ring
2: with, with uh, somebody uh
0: nobody cares about.
2: No, Johnny K K-9. nine. Johnny K-9. Yeah. All right, boys. Enjoy your interview tonight. Thanks for joining me, everybody, and and uh, show my boys some love and give the meat castle my best. I don't want this to be so sad, but I. Got...
1: Yeah, you really just fucking brought down the mood, bro. Yeah. Should have just bolted. Should Irish exited it.
2: So, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, in other words, we'll do a Tony Soprano. So, we're...
1: that was there. Perfect. We go. That was it. the best. He did it. He did it right, man. He did it right.
0: Uh, Kevin, before we get to uh before Hammer joins us, uh you watched any AEW this week? I did, Matt. I watched the old uh rampage and I watched Dynamite. So those are the two shows I don't
1: I, I can't watch something about me as much as like I want to, I can't get like I can't focus myself on watching Dark and Dark Elevation. Which is a shame because that's where a lot of our friends are on. I just can't do it. But I did watch Dynamite and I did watch rampage
0: uh any takeaways from dynamite uh we had adam cole jungle boy we had cody rhodes and lee johnson against dante martin and matt seidel moxley eddie kingston darby allen against bear country and anthony green uh we had a giant match with everyone from the dark order and orange yeah. cassidy taking on the hardy family uh anna J take penelope ford the bunny and uh sammy Guevara and miro for the tnt yeah. championship
1: so obviously the biggest takeaway uh first and foremost is that, you know, Rochester, New York, home of uh of Brody Lee, who obviously and this is why I love AEW because I'm not saying that WWE doesn't do it, but AEW goes above and beyond in terms of paying tribute to someone that they clearly care about. And um and, and they did it is and this was the right show to have Sammy Guevara beat Miro to have again. I'm not saying like I know anything about wrestling, I'm just talking my opinion. Is that it was the right move? It was it was a positive show overall. Uh, the Dark Order, like finally, re- this was see this was the most brilliant thing about it. And people could say about putting real life into a storyline. This is the way you do it. Make it positive and not about like oh you know like Eddie Guerrero's in hell. Like this is like the way to do it. They used Brody Lee's memory to do something awesome, and they reunited the Dark Order, uh, which was great. Absolutely loved it. And uh, going back to Sammy Guevara, uh, I mean, the guy, they clearly have plans for him. And this is a, the TNT title is not like the IC or the the US and WWE. It's not a second. It's pretty much almost a borderline world championship. So to have Sammy get his first, I think this is his first singles championship. It might be his first championship.
0: Uh, In AEW it is.
1: Yeah. So that's huge. And despite whatever shortcomings you might think Sammy Guevara has in his past, I think it's well-deserved and I I loved it. So that the dark order thing, um, Sammy, the the ending at the, uh, everyone coming in this to celebrate with him at the end was great. And then making the challenge afterwards during a commercial break, which is such a TNT move because stay tuned during Robin hood and we'll finish the giant Hulk Hogan match. Uh, Bobby Fish is coming in to AEW to challenge Sammy Guevara for the first TNT title defense. I think it was a great little Easter egg, fun little surprise there. And I know I'm passing over a whole lot on AEW. Uh, but that those are the things that I took away. If you want to bring me back to what you just mentioned, I will definitely go into all of it.
0: No, I think it was an excellent – again, I love – I like all elite wrestling because of the stories that they tell. Some of them, yes, they are super long and drawn out. and yeah. um. But, you know, Kevin, you always say, like, it's weekly TV, so this is, this is what they got to do. Yeah. But the Dark it's, Order stuff was great. Uh, it's, the bi- story it's, that, it's, it's, it's biweekly TV at this point. Um, the, the story with the Dark Order was fantastic. Sammy winning the title was great. To do it in Rochester, and then you're coming off of two huge weeks—the AEW in uh, and then the Dynamite last week in Queens. We, how do you, how do you top Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega? Right, you, you're not going to. Uh, and there's nobody, you know. You just debuted Adam Cole, uh, Brian Danielson. Uh CM Punk just came back all within the last month and a half so let's go let's put on a great show but let's give them a feel good moment and I think Sammy winning the story with, with Fuego Del Sol it was a great way to end the show yeah. Adam Cole Jungle Boy to kick off the show was fucking phenomenal and, uh, I didn't watch it live Wednesday night but I did go back and watch it today and it was off the charts
1: wait wait uh, there was, oh yeah okay I may be confusing my shows Adam Cole fought Jungle Boy one on one. That's right. Because on Rampage, it was the,
0: or the week before, it was the tag gimmick or the big uh, elite verse. Yes. The week yeah. the last Friday or two weeks ago. Because this Friday, it was Nick Jackson against Brian Danielson. Yeah. Okay.
1: And so it looks like, listen, if I, you know what I want to see? Because they've been like, I know they have big plans for Jungle Boy. Like, you, like, you see it. Like, you know they do. I just want them to actually. I know Adam Cole is like the bigger name but I want to see this feud last longer than this this match. I want to see a Jungle Boy singles run Adam Cole give me like a best of 7 Booker T Benoit style book, uh you know Booker T John Cena style best of 7 between Jungle Boy and Adam Cole. Like I'm here for that. And that that's a high profile feud for Jungle Boy and it's also not terrible for Adam Cole because Jungle Boy is clearly somebody that they have like plans for at some point. Granted, we're still the infancy of the company—two years, two and a half years. Actually, I believe this will be the first anniversary, or the two-year anniversary, or one-year anniversary of two-year anniversary of Dynamite uh, this Wednesday. But give me—I'll take Jungle Boy Adam Cole every day. And I, it—no one's going to be happy with everything, but I just love—I love what they're doing with 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 Adam Cole and them.
0: Yeah, it's—it's they're making great. Great uh, TV, great content, and uh, they set up a huge match for that Dynamite where it's Omega, the Bucks, and Adam Cole against Brian Danielson, Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus. Uh, so that's it, p- taking place Wednesday night. The casino uh, ladder match is taking place. Uh, Moxley, Andrade, Lance Archer, Pac, Orange Cassidy, Matt Hardy, and the Joker card. Uh, is there so, any rumors
1: to who that's going to be?
0: Uh, I saw someone said Buddy Murphy maybe. Okay. Um, but you know, who knows, uh, Jay white is still in the States that I think,
1: I, I think, but I think people like buddy Murphy is getting like the groundswell of people that really do well. But I think the Jay white, I think that Jay white is the, is the move. If you had to pick between the two,
0: look, uh, and I know you hate Jay white, but I know, I oh, know Tony hates Jay white Me and Tony hate Jay white. No, oh, yeah. I love Jay white. um, yeah, there. but the, the way AEW does things, there's so many different ways they could go. You could put, you know, you could give tons of people an opportunity to get in there. It could be Jay White. It could be, you know, Josh Alexander. It could be uh, some indie darling, you know, like somebody we never thought of, like someone in the mold of an Eddie Kingston or a Homicide or Dickinson or someone from Ring of Honor. Um, you know, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the beauty of it. There's such a surprise element. There's things that you know. Are going to happen like CM Punk coming back, but then there's like Malachi Black kind of flew under the radar. He's not in the ladder match, maybe he's the Joker card.
1: See, now here's it, and I I would actually prefer that over anything because there's even though, like, if you go back to like the night show days, surprises were the thing, but at at the end of the day, you have to sustain good storytelling and just can't rely on surprises every week. So I think. And just like everything else, like if you like go out through like a pace of a wrestling show, there's match, hot opener, match, match, intermission, get up, match, and then your and then your top matches. I feel like they need to do that in terms of their their week to week formula, where not every week can be like something awesome happening because then when it doesn't, you're gonna be let down. so if you sustain good storytelling. And good wrestling and not every listen you want to do one a month boom in for it i'm here i'm there but you can't every week so like if if the joker might be a letdown to some people it might not be a letdown to others i would actually prefer to be malachi black to be honest with you
0: yeah it's just i mean you can't fault them they didn't think wwe was gonna fucking release half their roster nope not even not even faulting them at all but if they just
1: want and and bray wyatt's still there bray wyatt would be like i feel like my like peak guy and then i'd lay low and just develop stories for all these people and and not that they're not there already they're there but just keep going and matt at, at what point we're gonna need we're gonna need rampage to be two hours
0: maybe yeah i mean this ramp rampage friday night fucking flew i watched it today and i haven't been regularly watching rampage but man i thought they gave us a great show Uh, brian danielson nick jackson was a lot of fun i actually enjoyed the women's match i thought it was gonna be a fucking complete shit show uh but i enjoyed that and i even like the the goofy orange cassidy jack evans match the hair versus hair match
1: yeah well jack jack evans is a tremendous so he saw the way he sold that orange punch was just like, like he like almost, he died almost. It looked like
0: even the stuff before when, uh when Mark Henry's doing, they have all the, the, all of them on the screen and Mark Henry's like, Jack, you decided to put your hair up. And he's like making the face like, no, I didn't, I don't want this. That's right. His, his his facials are phenomenal. And the Matt Hardy's fucking fantastic. I mean, it's everything that I love about professional wrestling um, it's AEW. it's, it's really AEW ring of honor in new Japan. That really works for me. Um, but man, AEW's is just, the stories are great. There's so many different layers. Nothing is super predictable. Like MJF and Darby Allen. They set that up Wednesday night. Fuck. Yeah. Now this is where
1: this is like one of those, like who do you, who, who, like, who's honestly going to win this? Like. This is like one that you can't predict because they're so high on both
0: of them. We are. I'm gonna bring him in. Our guest tonight. Oh, where'd he go? Where'd the hammer go? I saw him. He was here and then he was gone. All right. Well, he should be joining us shortly. I don't. I don't want to kick him out. Okay. When he comes back on, we'll we'll drop the hammer in there. Uh, our guest tonight should be joining us shortly. Not this hammer, like the hammer. Oh, uh,
1: not 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 the. Ha- not about, like Greg what, about, what about Greg the Hammer Valentine?
0: What about him? Maybe we'll drop that hammer. You don't know what hammer we're bringing in here. Well, we're bringing in the Meat Castle. Oh, that's right. The Alexander Hammerstone. Alex that's Hammerstone. Right. uh PCW. He should be PCW Ultra, my friend. Don't forget don't, the Ultra part. I don't ever. Oh man, what happened? There he is. There he is. Look at this. The Meat Castle live and in living color with us. What's going on, guys? Not much, Mr. Hammer. How are you, brother?
4: I'm doing okay. Can you see me? Can you hear me?
0: We can see you. We can hear you. Awesome. You look like a million bucks.
4: <laughs> How's it going, guys?
0: Good. How's the ankle?
4: Uh, It's dog shit, but, um, I mean, I've, uh, I've survived the worst.
0: Uh, we're talking Alexander Hammerstone is joining us now in the Shining Wizards. The MLW national openweight champion is the PCW ultra champion. Huge match coming up this Thursday night on MLW Fightland. huge match, October 22nd at PCW ultra all systems go against Alex Kane. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Alex Kane debuted MLW alpha fusion uh, this past week. Impressive win over bud heavy looking forward to PCW ultra Do you have any concerns stepping in the ring with uh, Suplex City himself there?
4: Um, You know, it's funny because um, my first couple years in wrestling, uh, I I did like a little bit of a similar gimmick. I would say, you know, I did the suplex party and I was all that was all my offense was centered around uh, very similar to Kane. Um, You know, I don't want to say I'm overly concerned and I'm overly worried um, being that Kane is uh, a younger guy, and I feel like I have a lot of years, experience, and things of that nature on him, but at the same time, uh, that's the same kind of foolish attitude that gets you uh, caught um, slipping, you know, so he's a little bit unpredictable um, because he's new. Um, I'm not as familiar. I've been paying attention to everything he's been doing in MLW. Um, I think he's going to be able to deliver a great main event, but I think I'm going to be able to deliver the the blow that takes him off his feet, that puts him down for the one, two, three, and that keeps my title raised high.
0: Let me ask you this. After this Thursday, because I think, I think, and I think we're all in the same boat here, Thursday, MLW Fight Land on Vice TV. You, Jacob Fatu, arguably the biggest title match in MLW history, champion versus champion. Is it an inconvenience after you win Thursday? Because I think you're going to win. Right now you're gonna have two titles in mlw you're gonna have the pcw ultra titles is it a pain in the ass to travel with all that hardware
4: you know um i honestly um i've gotten to the point where (laughs) i don't travel i definitely don't travel with all the belts at all the times you know i don't i don't show i don't do like the austin aries thing and and that's not an insult on him i love austin Uh, but i don't do the thing where you show up to shows with your seven titles from you know all the companies just because it is an inconvenience um And, uh, you know, there's even some companies now that I'm like, you know what, I'm going to leave the championship here because I'm tired of, uh..." you know, when you travel as much as uh, we do, um, like, it it really is the hardest part of wrestling for me personally is the travel. So any little thing to make the travel even less convenient, it's like, okay, let's just expedite this process, process, you know.
1: And uh, let me ask you this: So, cause I, we we talk about you guys a lot on on this show, and um, and we've compared this Fatu uh, feud with yourself amongst like the longest running and most storytelling feud that we've seen in a long time. And dare we say, we've compared it to Macho Man Hulk Hogan uh, leading up to WrestleMania Five. Not that you guys are ever like partners, but it's just been so long till we've till we're gonna see this culmination of this match. What does that mean to you in terms of a, a storytelling? act
4: um well um,
1: you guys finally hooking up
4: uh it's awesome i mean um because not only for myself but for the fans you know i love wrestling that i can really sink my teeth into and uh it makes you know you know nowadays is we're in an era of cold matches where people just book two guys who are good wrestlers against each other um and that's fun in its own way but that requires just basically you're just trying to deliver as much action and nonstop, you know, oohs and ahs in the ring because nothing necessarily means as much. Um, Whereas when you have a long built feud that's been uh, developing over the course of months or even years in this uh, situation, it's um, everything has that much more meaning behind it. Everything has that much more more excitement behind it. Uh, You know, you could get, more excited for a stare down or lockup than uh sometimes people get for high spots and matches that maybe don't have a build up. So um it, it's really interesting. It's really awesome. It's really unique and uh I, I'm just uh happy to be a part of it.
0: You're happy to be part of MLW and uh PCW Ultra is is a special place in your heart. It seems like PCW Ultra is kind of like a I don't I don't want to say it in a disparaging remark but it's kind of like a feeder system for mlw you you worked a lot there and now you're super successful in mlw fatu uh it works a lot in pcw ultra and now he is obviously the world champion of mlw um you know joseph Samael, you're seeing a lot of the young guys this card october 22nd lax alex kane uh jtg your experience at pcw ultra how has it made you into the wrestler that you are today
4: um well so the thing pro wrestling is when someone catches fire you know they got the momentum and it 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 really like takes on a life of its own but it's really hard to get that momentum it's really hard to catch that fire because a lot of promoters are kind of scared to be the first one to take chances on guys you know um if you've never been flown to a promotion before It's hard to convince someone to fly you, you know, but once everyone knows like, hey, this is a guy who gets flown, he gets put up, he gets taken care of, then everyone's fine doing that, you know, so it's hard to get that initial break and PCW was a place that I showed up and after a couple matches, they started booking me with big time talent with names that no one else was comfortable putting me in the ring with, you know, whether it was You know, Jeff Cobb or Brian Cage or Brody King or Yoshitatsu or, you know, all these guys who, you know, at the time had climbed to a level that I hadn't reached yet. Um, A lot of promoters were hesitant to put me in those matches, but PCW Ultra was really one of the first places to give me those opportunities again and again and again. And uh, even, you know, the, the one or two times I fell flat on my face, you know, They kind of uh, let me pick myself up, dust myself off and, you know, give it another go. And I grew a lot at PCW Ultra and I credit them a lot as to why I was able to transition into places like MLW and, you know, present myself the way I did, carry myself the way I did and perform the way I did.
1: So let me ask you this just to follow up. I think you pretty much kind of answered it already, but how important is it for guys like yourself who are on MLW or even people in Ring of Honor or even heck AEW NXT WWE to still have that home base and that home promotion to kind of work for and and to still to still be have have the the ability to work for a company like that. How important is that to still to have that place while you're doing so many great things?
4: I mean, I think it's it's gonna differ individual to individual but the thing is like for me personally i like to have a couple of those places because if i just sat at home and you know for my my mlw tapings and did those it would probably be great for my body and preserving my longevity but my mind and my creativity my sharpness in the ring uh those would all diminish greatly so Places like PCW Ultra uh, are the reason I'm able to still get out there and have these matches and get out there and have full creative control and uh, keep coming up with new ideas, keep my ring IQ sharp, um, keep myself in condition. Um, So, and not only that, just for the sake that it's a place I really enjoy going. It's a place I really enjoy performing. It's a place that's cultivated a very special feeling, not only for the fans, but in the locker room. and wrestling at the end of the day as much as you know we're chasing dollar signs and trying to trying to make out of this business richer than we got into it um we did this because we love doing this and if the joy gets sucked out of it it becomes miserable really fast so places like pcw ultra where i really enjoy being um it's very important to to maintain that
1: so how did you deal with the Instagram crash today and you were not possibly able to post photos of your calves and your veins?
4: Uh, well, what happened was I actually I, I squeaked out a picture of my, my nasty, uh, swollen, oversized, discolored ankle. was probably one of the last posts I got out. And um, for some reason, I was getting uh, people on Twitter account that that's what their Instagram was locked on. That was like the last post that loaded. So they kept logging in, trying to see new stuff. And there was just, Nope, here's hammer's gross foot. Uh, <laughs> honestly, to- honestly today, um, I'm, uh, I'm trying to be responsible and just rest. Uh, so I've been, uh, laying around, keeping my foot up, putting ice on it and playing video games because my, uh, my brain is telling me, or, uh, Maybe not my brain, whatever my my just my habits my my uh, what's the Instinct. word I'm looking for my instincts uh, my primal animal instincts are telling me to go lift some weights, but uh my brain told me, hey, asshole, take a day off and let this foot get better so I've been uh doing a whole lot of nothing, so I didn't mind uh, Instagram being down for the day
0: a whole, a whole lot of nothing's not a bad thing, and if you're not following uh Hammerstone on social media it's at Alex Hammerstone twitter and instagram we're talking pcw ultra we're talking mlw pcw ultra all systems go october 22nd wilmington california pcwasg.eventbrite.com to get your tickets ron simmons is going to be there kevin sullivan is going to be there the hammer is defending his title against uh, alex kane too cold scorpio versus bloodhunter war beast lax it's a stacked show and of course this thursday night on vice tv mlw fightland jacob fatu Alexander Hammerstone, arguably the biggest match in MLW history. You spent some time in Philadelphia this weekend. Is it not the biggest shithole in America? <laughs>
4: um well I can't uh I can't give a fair assessment. Um just due to the fact that I was basically my time was booked from the time I landed to the time I took off. Um, so I don't I didn't really get to experience the city. Um I'm supposed to be back at there again. Um I believe, this coming weekend or maybe two weeks from now. I'm not sure, but um, knock on wood, as long as I'm able to get this uh, injury healed up. But um, maybe uh, maybe one of these days I'll get to explore and I can answer your question with a little bit more insight. But I will say my girlfriend and her family um, are out there right now, kind of uh, sightseeing, and although she's seen some cool things, uh, I think she did say she saw uh, a hobo, pissing on himself and his hobo friend yelling at him telling him how disgusting he was so um I, does that answer your question i don't know that's
1: obvious. <laughs> i mean i mean at, at least I mean, the hobos gotta look out for each other you know what i mean like listen matt matt told me to stop pissing on myself last week so it's all good <laughs>
0: sounds, we all sounds have
4: like- our, we all have our kinks all right
0: sounds like philadelphia and uh yeah october 9th i think you're down in s swf the big bang if uh if the the ankles all healed up, you'll be out here. I know the eighth you you're on a West Coast Pro show against Alex Zane, which should be super exciting.
4: Yes, uh man, I, I I'm I'm nervous, man, just because I really don't want to miss that match. I've been wanting to wrestle Alex Zane for a long time. I think he's incredible, but um right now I'm having trouble walking from the couch to the toilet, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, I've been there. I just don't have any injuries. I'm just. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, look, MLW has put all this stock into you. You, You're the, you're the first, you're the only MLW national openweight champion. You've been the champion since the tournament came to an end. Uh, I think it's over 800 days. You've been champion. What does it mean for, for court, for you to see that court Bauer trust you and, and you are at the forefront of this groundbreaking experience. I mean, vice TV, Fight land right after Dark Side of the Ring Thursday night. How pumped for for this match are you?
4: Uh, man, I'm uh, I'm stoked to see you know the feedback. You know, hopefully this is an event that not only MLW fans are watching, but draws in a lot of new fans. Uh, but yeah, it means a lot just to be you know because every step of my career has been you know a steady climb up, and you know each step you know you're working towards. The opportunities that I'm finally getting right now, you know holding championship on uh, national television working towards you know nat- you know world championship uh main event fights you know this is what I worked for for a long time um and you know m l w gave me a shot when a lot of people you know were telling me no, and now everybody's you know <laughs> telling me like now, you know, I might have opportunities at my fingertips and people are telling me, you should go here, you should go there, you should go this, you should do that. You know, but I don't think a lot of people understand that. It's like you said, you know, MLW gave me a shot. They invested a lot in me, and now I'm just trying to pay that back to them. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, it feels it feels great. And uh, I just hope uh, this Thursday goes to planned.
1: Following Following Dark Side of the Ring this Thursday, um, is, has there been any internal conversation about how that might affect, uh, not affect, but, like, like help MLW get, like, a super solid ground? Because everyone talks about Dark Side of the Ring, so you hope that they, they stay tuned for Fightland. Is, has there been any internal talk with you guys about what could possibly, what this could mean for MLW going forward with Vice?
4: Um, you know, not a whole lot of, like, discussion with the talent, per se. I'm sure – that was obviously the planning process um was to get that time slot uh to draw in those uh lingering, you know, people who maybe just haven't changed the channel yet. And um I and I think it is a great opportunity because you know, I'll say this much. I have a couple um friends and acquaintances who aren't very hardcore wrestling fans, but they you know, they're not up to date with everything going on, but you know, they always come up to me and oh man, did you see the new Dark Side of the Ring? This one was about this, and they're all excited because those were the people they used to watch. So those same people, you know, might very well end up watching MLW just by chance. Um and uh I think you know, I think this is gonna be the beginning of us, you know, like really catching on mo- the momentum we had back pre-pandemic.
0: Yeah, and what a match to see. I mean, you and Fatou are two of the, the best uh, in the business. Um, do you have if and when, because I do think you're going to win Thursday night, um, if and when you become double champion, is what's your plan? Would you defend both championships or will you relinquish the uh, national openweight championship?
4: You know, I can't say for sure. Um, I will say that being the world champion is probably going to be even more of a handful than being the national champion. Um, and I will say this, uh, we have a lot of guys coming into the company who I think are great and have a world of potential and are kind of, uh, I kind of see myself in them, you know, see, you know, these guys getting their first big opportunity and they just want to kill it. They want to crush it. They want to chase down some brass rings. And, uh, if I'm hoarding all the brass rings, it really, uh, gives them less to aspire to so um I, you know i lean towards you know maybe facilitating a way for that championship to be back on the market um but at the same time uh it is very near and dear to me <laughs> and uh i would have a hard time letting it go so i haven't 100 percent made up my mind in that regard i guess uh, we'll have to cross that bridge when we get to it
0: if you become MLW World Champion, does that affect the tan game?
4: I, th- I think it just uh, means I got to be that much more diligent, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> does it get any more diligent? Ninety, though.
4: I, you know what? Honestly, at this point, I am pretty sure I, I I have skin cancer, and I really should back off on the tanning. So uh, I am gonna maybe maybe be a world heavyweight champion. Holds so much prestige. That people are going to be uh, less scrutinous about the lack of uh, pigmentation that I provide uh, moving forward.
0: Yeah, because your your hot dog skin is looking fantastic on the TV box. But to your point, (laughs) yeah, you might want to uh, pump pump the brakes, brother. (laughs) When uh, when the hammerstone is crushing it uh, at the gym, I know uh, you got a, a nice heavy riff uh coming out in MLW nice song and then I know uh if they follow you on social media you're always fucking around with the guitar. What's the uh what's the go-to uh lifting music for Hammerstone?
4: Oh man, um it's all over the place. I really anything can can uh, get me. Um <laughs> what's the latest the the, late, the latest song that I was like, ooh I like working out to this was some song by this Girl named Lily Allen. It's not hard or heavy or cool at all. In fact, if someone like was able to tap into my headphones and hear that, that's what I was listening to when I worked out. They probably never stop making me. So, it it really could be anything. Uh, I think the only genre I haven't touched at some point is country music. So, um, man, it's when you when you work out for this long, it's like it's not just like oh, heavy music gets me going. It's just like you know. I don't know. It's probably like the similar experience to experimenting with your significant other in the bedroom. It's like, I never thought I'd want you dressed up as a clown, but it's doing it for me. Nice.
0: <laughs> uh, right. Clown stuff. We're in. I love it. No, don't, don't say wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this huge PCW Ultra Show, October 22nd. Uh, you, Alex Kane, from a wrestling fan's perspective, is there one match on this card that you're really looking forward to?
4: Oof. Um, you know, honestly, I've been so concerned about what I'm doing. Um, there is a a four way match with some young guys in it, and my training partner class is one of the participants. Um, so I'm excited to see what he does. Uh, he's a, a phenomenal up and coming talent out of Arizona, and he's been crushing it. So, uh, I'm excited for him to get a, a match on the main card. He's done some dark matches at PCW, but I think this will be his first time on the main card. And uh, so I'm definitely going to be paying attention to him. JTG is another guy I've been liking seeing what he's doing lately. So.
0: Did we lose your hammer?
4: You know, I'm sure his match will be awesome.
0: Yeah. And that four way you're talking about is for the PCW ultra championship. uh, Jai Vidal class, Matt Vandergriff and Lucas Riley. Uh, is on, on on this stacked show at PCW Ultra on October 22nd. Uh, Hammer, I know you're a busy guy. We don't want to keep you much longer. Um, at, Hammer, uh, at Alex Hammerstone on Twitter and Instagram uh, this Thursday night, the huge MLW Fightland match against Jacob Fatu on Vice TV. Be sure you're tuned in and watching. Um, what does the future hold for Hammerstone? Obviously the biggest match. Where do you go from here, win or lose? Uh, does that affect your future? Uh, I got him! I got him! I got him! We got your back, Hammer.
4: Did you guys boot me? What the hell?
0: No, I don't think we booted you. I think there was a, an internet connection. Why would we boot you? You're the Meat Castle. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, 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 I want to <laughs> live to c forty, Hammerstone.
4: Thought you're looking for trouble.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Never looking for trouble. Not with uh Not with you, sir. Uh, where does Where do you see the future going after this Thursday night? Um, do you have an alternative if, and I don't think you're going to, but if you lose, what do you think is, is in store for you? Uh,
4: you know, my head hasn't crossed that way. My head is all focused on the positive outcome. And, you know, obviously if it doesn't go my way, it's just practice drawing board. But if it does, you know, um, it becomes my responsibility to keep uh, growing this brand as best I can um, and doing everything I can to draw more eyes to our product. And then, not only that, but the championship itself—you know—doing anything I can to make that belt more prestigious, whether that's taking it back to Japan or, you know, into Mexico, or just defending it domestically against the best challengers we can come up with. Um, but, you know, basically, uh, to put it simply, uh, same old, same old. You know, just get to work, keep my work pants on, and uh, keep killing it as best I can.
0: Well, We're very excited to see um, what happens Thursday night on Vice TV, uh, Fightland, you, Jacob Fatu. This is like, uh, man, this is something else. Uh, Let me ask you about the MLW locker room. Um, What's your bucket list look like of guys that you want to step in the ring with? There's such talent coming in. EJ and Duco, um, they bring back Davey Richards. Bobby Fish is there for the Opera Cup. Uh, Calvin Tankman, who I don't think you've crossed paths with in MLW yet, are those just a few mm. names that you would love to get in there and uh, and hit that nightmare pendulum on? Although I don't know if you could do it on. Tankman. Yeah, he's a big boy.
4: Yeah, I mean those are, those are some great names. Um, you know, I've wrestled Tankman outside of MLW. Uh, Holidays, another guy who, although he's my best friend. I you know, I can't help but be curious how will we go if we wrestle each other? Um, Dynasty bro? But, <laughs> but um yeah, definitely Davey Richards is at the top of that list. He's a guy I'm a huge fan of and I I'd love the opportunity to wrestle him for sure.
0: Well, Hammer, we know you're a busy man. Uh I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us tonight. Uh this Thursday night Vice TV Fightland against Jacob Fatou, the biggest match in MLW history. Uh PCW Ultra October twenty second Hammerstone against Alex Kane, Tukul cool Scorpio against the Blood Hunter, War Beast against LAX, Ruby Rays against Via Van, JTG Steve Madison and much more. Go to PCW uh, Ultra on Twitter at PCW Ultra. Excuse me. You can get your tickets at PCW A Brent, uh, a And Jesus Christ, I'm having a stroke. Eventbrite pcwasg.eventbrite.com to get your tickets. It's October twenty second, William, Wilmington, California. Ron Simmons, Kevin Sullivan will be there. Uh, at Alex Hammerstone on Twitter and Instagram. Hammer, anything you want to leave us with before we let you get back to resting?
4: Uh, I think uh, I think you kind of you kind of covered all the bases. Plugged my Twitter, plugged my shows, uh, made it easy for me.
0: Well, we like to think we're somewhat professional over here.
4: <laughs> Thanks, guys.
0: Hammer, have a great night. We look forward to Thursday night. Rest up, be well, and we'll see you soon.
4: All right, take care, guys.
0: Thanks, bud. Thank you, Mr. Hammerstone. At at uh, Alex Hammerstone on the Twitter machine, make sure you follow him, the meat castle, recovering from his injury. Oof.
1: Oof. I, I, actually, I actually did see uh, a picture of that ankle before uh, – the social media crash Did not look pretty.
0: Now, hopefully he can get a get it together for this weekend. He's got a big weekend. I think he'll be fine.
1: He's a hammerstone man.
0: He is the me castle.
1: Ain't no cobblestone. He a
0: hammerstone. Uh, do we have anything else for uh, for this evening, Mister Kevin Garifa? That we want to talk about? I mean, I don't have a
1: top five, um, and I'm pretty sure anything that that we wanted to talk about probably wasn't as important as that. So I say not, sir. And you're under the weather, so let's uh get let's let's get you to sleep, man. Let's get you a little nap ski.
0: Yeah, I gotta pull we're gonna pull this train to the station then it looks like. Uh I gotta go cook dinner too. Oh man. I do it's my anniversary, man. I gotta do something nice for my wife. Wait, tonight is today is my anniversary, October fourth.
1: You know what? If I blame Facebook because I'm probably sure probably would have got some memories out of this
0: on there. Facebook, Chris Ash, my man. Yeah, but oh, I I thought you I
1: I know you mentioned it before. I just thought it was like over the weekend or something.
0: No, no, no. Today is my my today is my anniversary. Well, happy anniversary, brother. Thank you, thank you. So, uh, that's it, yeah. man. The, the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Every Monday night, we'll be back next week with another jam-packed episode. Uh, I don't know if I have a guest lined up yet, but I should probably look into that once uh, I recover from this illness. I'll be able to get back uh, into the swing of things. Uh, check us out on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Wizards Podcast. You can join us for as little as a do- as little as a dollar a month. Um, check us out on all forms of social media: uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube at Wizards Podcast. Uh, if you like what you're seeing. Please tell your friends. Share it in the wrestling community. We have a good time doing this. How Uh, could you not? Exactly. How could you not? I don't have any outro music. I don't have anything to play. Kevin, you got anything you want to plug? Uh,
1: No, man. Comedy's been slow. But hopefully, uh, I'm going to put some feelers out there soon. So hopefully, maybe in 2022, we'll get some stuff going on for me. So that's the idea behind that
0: fantastic well we'll be back next week with another episode on the road to 10 years uh it'll be here quicker than we know so stay tuned. It's, already, it's already quicker than we know stay tuned to the shining wizards grab a t-shirt uh paypal wizards podcast at gmail.com uh we have medium to triple xl they'll be here in about two weeks and then we'll get them out to you right before the anniversary show so stay tuned for that and all things uh Shining Wizards. We'll be back next Monday with another episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Thank you all. Oh, oh. no, you're good, Kev. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have any outro music, so I'll just fucking with things. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tony Tony peaced out, so I closed my Farago and I'm definitely not opening it again. It's no problem. I think this is a better
1: ending than anything we could have possibly done. All right.
0: Well, all right. We, we'll see you next week, people.
3: Bye, guys.